this fully operational Discord server. <laughs> 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 He's a good puppy. Oh, that broke out. <laughs> Reward your love with a lick right in your mouth. Delicious. Okay. As you sit right out of reach, <clears throat> so I can't nudge you with my foot in the line. He's <laughs> learning. It's <laughs> almost on my Is there a sibling rivalry between the two of them? Learning Not really. Really? Because Leon's human is him. Oh, okay. And because he likes me better. This is very clingy. Francis is very clingy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a needy person, but he tops my neediness <laughs> with his doggy neediness. I mean, you weren't here last weekend, but we literally just, everybody took a table. turn having him in our laps <laughs> because my arms get tired after yeah. a while. It's, it's therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Everybody we, yeah, we I hope you therapy. were holding the dog when you when your character died. No, oh. not at that time. No, <laughs> no emotional support whatsoever. Yeah. But then Stephen just like sat on the floor and pet the dog, so it was fine. And your weasel, and your weasel died. And the we- oh no, weasel went out with a bang. No, weasel was intentional. Yes, that was a suicide pet. It was a kamikaze. Pack. Yeah. Totally ready to adopt the weasel. Did you say I can't remember what it's called? There's something on DM's Guild, like final moment or something like that. Like if your character mm. dies, you oh. set it up beforehand. Yeah, if your character dies, you're allowed this final heroic act, like you heal right. everybody or you yeah. charge and kill the most deadly I think I've seen that. Uh, the weasel part. sort of had that. Yeah. <laughs> the weasel's why no one else died. Was it not Matt Matt? Because it did Matt's quite a bit of damage to the circle ghosts. They're not. <laughs> nope. Nowhere is there a circle involved. I don't know where you got that idea. So about these circle ghosts. <laughs> they look like people. <laughs> Who are, even in the most generous sense of ge- of geometry, generally not circles. I just so pictured just, circles in my head for some that reason. That be an obese ghost. What is? What is no, that I was like? a perfectly like, so I was rotund more ghost. Like, um, King Boo, I think more in my head. Yeah. So. Even that's not a circle. It's a big lump. It's like a pear. <laughs> or it's a pear. more like an oval. Pear right, ghost. which pear is not a circle. Ghost. It has still has like a tail with like a little. Yeah. Okay, so let's so let's. I'll never call them circle ghosts again. I'm let's. Sorry. Well, we're not. They're, they, they're, they're dead. They already killed. Get them two for ninety nine cents. They killed one of you. So it's <laughs> a good deal. Uh, let's recap what happened, mostly for Tom's benefit. But we stormed the liches. Well, we didn't storm. We snuck in the back of the liches tower, as you know. Um, Went we managed through to take. The, we managed what? to take like the most direct back route to the phylactery. The, you, remember that, you remember that skull door you yeah. that you disabled yep. the trap for? Yep. Went through there, and that led directly into the dungeon. We let out a pseudo-dragon. Named oh, very cool. Turned out... She was trying to make that your familiar. Ellen well, asked. Ellen, they, they gypped. Turned yeah. out, she did. She turned out this pseudo-dragon was formerly Zoldora's familiar. Okay. Which that she had gotten Discarded. bored or dissatisfied with, or what have you. So that's, this pseudo-dragon was languishing in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. It released her, and she, well, kind of, kind of helped, like, lead pointed, them. Pointed in the direction, and then fled as quickly as possible. Yes. Yeah. In, in a one-way on hall. You know, it's like, just keep on going that way. Went past the uh, the dungeon cells, one of which burst open, and, and a bunch of... A lot of hands. Like, just dis- disembodied hands crawled and tried to carry hands. It was not fun. 
Uh, we almost died there. there. Yes. <laughs> and then... They both got very cat-like and... and and then they went into the adjoining room, which turned out to be the, the vault proper, where the phylactery was. Turns out it was inside this iron chest between two large pillars. Um, and it was quickly discovered that those pillars were attached to... There was a lightning trap, essentially, that if anyone were to touch the chest or jostle it or try to pick the lock or anything, the pillars would generate, like... Electrical arcs. We discovered this because I attached one of the dead hands to an arrow and shot it, and then had to make make a deck save, so I didn't get zapped. 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 Had Nick been playing, he would have had uh, flashback memories. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed the entire party. Oh. <laughs> like Ooh. insisting on continuing to push the buttons in the wrong order. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> everybody well, said, that "Don't like do it again." I'm doing it. <laughs> right. Everybody down. That, that sounds like, sounds like I, I remember yeah, that sort of thing. Speaking of buttons, they managed to discover, like, while they were trying to deal with this trap, thinking, okay, how far can I go around? Like, is it an area thing? Is it a touching the chest thing only? Um, two specters who are sort of hiding behind the columns are these the circle ghosts? came out. Apparently, yep. they are circle ghosts, <laughs> yes. Came out and threatened the party, and so they got into that whole fight. Steven's character, Candle, Candle in the Wind, mm-hmm. died. Candle in the Night. I hope nobody Candle said this night. last week. Candle has been snuffed out? No. Oh, okay. I don't think anybody well, said it. Was, it. Was, well, we'll, we'll roll back the tape. Something close. Yeah. I think we have made it mention. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's been snuffed out. <laughs> so Candle died, but they managed to sort of overcome <laughs> the specters and properly disable the trap because it turns out there were sort of a sm- this small, like... <laughs> Buttons essentially on the columns that if you press that it would disable the lightning trap. Um, and sure enough, they opened it up and there was the the bound in humanoid skin phylactery slash spell book. Nice. And some gold and some scrolls and stuff like that. So they hauled all that stuff out and got the hell out of there. Yep. Um, they were transported off into sort of the main battle area in the cloakwood by Colbrax, the, the pilot of the ship. They showed up, uh, Romalia was there, uh, looking a little worse for wear. She had, like, her right arm, I think, was limp and bleeding, and she had some burn damage on her left leg. Um, and, uh, she, along with the rest of the party, essentially summons Aldara to come down here and say, we got your stuff, like, let's, let's parlay, let's deal. Um, as Aldara managed to, like, basically with probably what was... The little left of her her proper power, like just raise Romalia up in the air and just chuck her at a tree. She's fine. She she's good. She was unconscious though. So the party had to deal with the the bulk of the sort of parlay, right? And eventually they said, "Okay, you tell us what we need. We'll give you the book. Everything's fine." And so they eventually discovered that, uh, based on Zaldara's information, that this death curse, right? was coming from an artifact called the Soulmonger. And the Soulmonger artifact, um, you know, um, took... Mong um, souls. Yes, it mongs souls, yes. Uh, oh, you're not having chocolate. And it, and it was last in the possession of the Demi-Lich Aserak. You know, oh, yeah. his big business. From, uh... Big bad. What is it? Oh, boy, yep. Yeah, oh boy. The Acerac. So she basically dropped that information, took a spell book, said, you know, fuck off, I'm gone. And she left. And now um, 
now that Romalia's come to again and, and explained that, okay, everything's fine. Like, we lost a lot of good people, but we got the information that we needed. Go and see Syndra in her tent, and we can figure out what the next step is. How we get to Cholt, for instance, because that's what Zaldara said that the the, the soulmonger was coming, the energies were coming from the peninsula of Cholt. And I went, hey, that's where I'm from. And that's where we are. Oh, that's right. We're about the, so the party's about to head to Syndra's uh, tent to. Uh, One mechanical or DM question first. Yes. Oh, I, um, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but the new UA mm-hmm. um, hmm. options, are those okay? I haven't read them yet, but I don't think there's anything. Generally, worries. It's not going to explode the game. So, yeah. No, it actually it, it makes the ranger much more viable. Hmm. And the fighting styles are cool. They finally yeah. have the knife thrower who can draw right. an oh. item as part of an attack. So you just. Well, if you want to use that, then by all means. They're ways. actually pretty good. The paladin ones are nice too, gives paladins cantrips. Most of that stuff shows hmm. up at like third level or something, right? Uh, minor. I have a few that are already like. Okay. Um, favored enemy is replaced by favored foe. Mm-hmm. Which is. You get just to cast it. Hunter's Mark without concentration on right. spell slot. You don't use a spell slot. You can just cast it as many times as your wisdom modifier. Okay. Interesting. Um, but it, you don't get the damage, you know, like the favorite human, favorite uh, enemy anymore. Um, Deft Explorer instead of. What is it called? Natural, Natural Explorer. Mm-hmm. You're unsurpassed. You are an unsurpassed explorer and survivor. Um, it gives you like three options for that. Yeah, and I took tireless, which is as an action you can give yourself a number of temporary hit points equal to one d ten plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. And you get to do that like as many times as your wisdom. As your wisdom modifier. Okay. Make you a bit more fighty. And then spell versatility. This this one you might not like. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can replace one spell you learn from the spell casting feature with another spell from the ranger spell list. Has to be the same level. Hey. Basically, become a prepared caster. It's hey. not too bad. Could be worse. Doesn't bother me. That's that's it for now. Okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. If you, anybody, anybody wants to use that stuff, they're more than welcome. Does anybody have their player's handbook? Yeah. You have it? I, need, I forgot to pick out spells. Sorry, I'm the worst. Cool. So, yeah. one note Ooh, for cool. this table, I'd probably make a place to like hold your HDMI cord because that's what Leon was. Oh. Yeah, I just got, I scooted it out of the way. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... Work in progress. That's a work in progress. That's That's just one part of the, yeah. Because it's just hanging down. That's why there's just right now just a hole here instead of like a grommet or something to... Anyway. I'm going to roll my temp. Six plus three. So, Stephen, where are you Mm -hmm. on your, your, your new guy? Got it done in uh, D&D Beyond and just copying it over. Okay. It is a rogue wizard kobold. Nice. Kobold! Yeah. Hold on, <clears throat> so, so, so if we're taking a boat, you're definitely like a, a uh, so stowaway. So, so stowaway. What are you first? Rogue first. No. But then we'll go heavily into wizard. Just one of those like skills things where rogue has better skills than wizard at first level. Yep. So. Skills and are saves. Yeah, yeah, and saves. Because yeah, that's for like right. first level. Is what is the gender identity of the couple? I go in male for this one. Okay. And the alignment, you think? Uh, lawful neutral. Okay. So Just one step neutral. above their usual lawful evil. Yeah. What's your passive perception, by the way? Uh, uh, Thirteen. Wait, Robin Hood, you know? 
Ten. Well, so they might still. I was looking at persuasion for some reason. Okay. okay. What is the kobold's name? Uh, Takde. T a k d e. T a k. Takde. Cool. Tak for short. Okay, I didn't know it. Yeah, I'm, day one. I'm immediately imagining it as a kobold who has a stereotypical wizard's hat that is way too big for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I love this. That's as, great. As How many a, times are you getting blinded by your hat? First level spells. In, in Basically like most out. of the time. <laughs> You're just like constantly. Kind of like pushing it up a little bit. Like V. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You just have to like stuff it. Start, start cramming food and rations up there. <laughs> or, just, or just gain some head fat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can take I mean, that's why they're going into Wizard I can take care to get like, the fat in yeah, to, to enfatten head. It's a level one spell. <laughs> that's, that's kobold logic. I mean, it's a pretty basic cheat code, big head mode, so <laughs> that should be like level one, level two spell. Right up there with DK mode. Now, if you could, if you could create a spell that would just play the DK rap on a loop, I'd uh, probably do it. You could make it your uh, no, <laughs> your vocal component of your spell. Right, there you go. Yeah, after rap, yeah. Somebody already has detect magic, right? Somebody did. I think "did" is the proper term. Uh, let's handle "did" right now. In the new um, UA options, it becomes a ranger spell. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a detect magic. Detect magic. Yeah. Oh, I've got it? identify. Well, it's one that you get without having to use a slot. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Like third. It's level. a but like an extra cool. bonus spell. Yeah, yeah they got a lot of different options. Yeah, yeah Ranger's actually pretty viable with, moment, that, with no. the new one. Oh yeah. Which is the first time ever in D and D. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've played Rangers a lot, so. I do too. I love them, but the, they, the they're definitely one. underpowered compared the to other fighter this, this makes yeah. like the regular one pretty, pretty, pretty good. Oh, okay, cool. Brings them up just now. Okay, thank you. Using Hunter's Mark without a spell slot's pretty, pretty big. Oh, pretty nice. strong, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to use concentration either. So. Right, no concentration, so you can't lose it. Yeah. Or you could just cast it twice. Well, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You could cast something <laughs> else while you're. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Yep, I mean, so you could have fairy fire going and much more going, yeah. which you never could do before. I give you chocolate, but it's poison to you. Well, you might want to give some away on that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me know when you're when you're ready. Okay. I can't give you any chocolate. I'm just copying stuff down. So I'm you're good. good? Yeah. Good to go. I, I imagine as you want, but I can't give you chocolate. Talk day probably as a student at one of the universities. Okay. Um, Are you my undergrad? You can also I remember. Did, yeah. Remember, you you can also be with the Harpers for whatever reason because you're at. Yeah, that could be. That that might be one of the few reasons why people would be like Cobalt. Okay, yeah, I'll give you a chance if I hear Harper. <laughs> you joined because they gave you the hat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they bribe. Free hat. We'll <laughs> give Free you hat a with hat. every entry. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to be quiet so I can give him another treat. He's never going to be quiet. But he was earlier. Just jam food no. into his mouth. Because <laughs> then he'll more because he needs more food. That's not how this works, Liam. It's not how any of this works. Okay, so let's see. Our, our intre- intrepid party uh, Manuel, Lionel, Pierre, Ruby. 
and we'll meet you in a second, mm-hmm. Tocton. Uh, are we in town, or are we in... No, you're still in the Cloakwood. Okay. Yeah, the battle has just wrapped up. Uh, Zaldara has disappeared with her phylactery slash spellbook, um, and now the Harpers are tending to their wounded and their dead, and again, you are you are being sort of, not escorted, but, you know, uh, you're heading to Cinder Sylvain's tent so that you can discuss how to get to Chalt, what the next moves are, etc., etc. So it's like immediately after the... Were there any... Uh, did I join the Harpers? I can't remember. I don't think you did. I can't remember if that was presented to us as an option. But... Not yet, I don't think. No, I don't think so. All right. Was, well, then I'm, okay. was, no, you guys were independent contract tractors, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can if you want. You can if you want. Yeah, I'm sure they'll... They're, they've got a few positions open. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you Brand noticed. new open. Yeah, well, brand I was, was going to see if I could get a, a second rapier from them, because now I can... Now I can fight with two rapiers. Oh, sure. Oh, Recent reorganization has opened up new positions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're... Everyone's um, getting a promotion. If you wander the battlefield, you may be able to find a rapier just lying around. Oh, look. You know? <laughs> Rangers are scouting. Boy, what's that over there? <laughs> People may have some 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 firm thoughts about uh-huh. about that. But I'll give you some luck. Don't worry, I'll find you some like historical artifacts. <laughs> Is it like the new Outer Worlds though? Like if no one seals you sees you steal it, no one cares? No. Okay. <laughs> Thought about they, it. They have like Theptovision. They know that product is hot. <laughs> yeah. Theptovision. I like it. Can't sell it at stores. So the lot of you are by the way, these are for everybody. Pushing your way yourself. through the jungle. Or, no, sorry, the the four. Um, you come to, uh, in, you know, in, in the direction that Vimalia pointed you out, um, you are pushing through trees and, and over um, uh, plant life. And you find yourself at a clearing uh, where you can see a, a field tent, much like this, uh, set up. Uh, think of the, um, the old sort of archaeologist in Indiana Jones field mm-hmm. tent with... Uh, Large, you know, weathered canvas um, with uh, poles sort of set, two, two or three poles in, in the middle to support the canvas. You can see inside that there's a lot of um, whatever furniture is in there. It's a desk, a table, some chairs, all made out of dark hardwood. Um, uh, as you move the flap and, and head inside, uh, you can see that, there is, that this tent is filled with scattered books and scores of what look like maps and sea charts. Some of them have been unfurled and pinned to the side of uh, 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 sort of display areas and notated with all kinds of sort of um, markings. And uh, most of the others are rolled up and stuffed into these sort of makeshift wooden racks that are inside the tent. Um, There is a single unlit cracked oil lantern hanging from the central post, and there's this which wouldn't normally be um, remarkable, except that there is a vial of what looks like shimmering dust um, hanging from a silver chain, hanging from this lantern. Um, and in the in the back, uh, pouring over a map, you can see the form of Central Sylvain. You see that same uh, uh, featureless mask and the heavy cloak. Wouldn't have a map for Cholt, would you? She, without looking, sort of turns and you know, in your direction, but not looking at you. That's what I'm looking at right now. Come, 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 inside. 
have a seat. I do. All right. She uh, takes an additional map from from the side, spreads it out over this table that she's she's leaning over, and you can see that they are illustrations of uh, jungle life. You can see there's some some crude uh, maps and geometry and. Um, she is sort of compiling these things together into a separate scroll that she's actively sort of sketching on. Have slowly moving toward it. <laughs> have any of you been to Chalt before? I'm actually from there. Ah, then, then you know that this place is um, is uh, uncharted for the most part. Only the coast is uh, dotted with bits of civilization. Uh, the rest is uh, a dangerous jungle territory filled with dinosaurs, uh, monsters, uh, serpent people, all manner of horrors. Um, now, because of the difficulties over the years in pushing into the heart of the peninsula, we don't have a complete map of Chult, and I doubt we ever will. However, with my research, I've taken a look at these sea charts, the logbooks, and explorers' journals that the Harpers have been kind enough uh, to, to provide me. I have here an incomplete but helpful map of the peninsula. And she hands you a map, much like this, except not color printed, obviously. <laughs> Now, as you can see, the main port, Port Nyanzaru, here, that is where you should make landfall. That is, if there is a, an equivalent to Baldur's Gate in Chult, it would be Port Nyanzaru. Trade goes through there, people go through there, uh, all manner of uh, uh, traffic, including money. Several merchant princes live there with uh, a, a good deal of, of clout and power. So that's the best place to start our expedition? Indeed. From there, you should be able to get stalked. <laughs> stalked. And, uh, and find a guide, perhaps. And use that as a point to push inward into the heart of the peninsula. Now then, you're going to need transportation to get there. Normally, I would simply provide you a magical means of arriving there. Simple teleportation magic. But there are two problems with that. One, the peculiarities of this death curse make me uh, hesitant to engage any kind of magic with Chult that would involve uh, the sudden disappearance of your bodies. In case if there's any interference. Indeed. Appreciate that. Secondly, I'm not sure if that exertion would be my last exertion. Of course. Yep. And so it would be best, I believe, for you to arrive in Chult the old-fashioned way. I have charted you passage on a ship. Well, I have a charter document here. And she 
rummages through some papers and produces a small scroll. And you can see that she un unfurls it, signs it, and then seals it up and then hands it to whoever's handy at the moment. Now, this document will provide you charter passage to Port Anzardo on a ship called the Brazen Pegasus. It is owned by a captain friend of mine, Ortomay. She owes me a favor or two. We have, uh, I have utilized her services in the past, and she has utilized mine. Present this to her at the dock in Baldur's Gate, and she should take you free of charge. My favorite part. How long is the boy expected <clears throat> to last? Jolt from the Sword Coast is approximately. Let me see my map here. Just go ahead and tell her since I've. Approximately 1,500 miles Ooh. away from coast. Now, depending on the top speed of the ship, good weather. that could take anywhere between 10 and 30 days. Now, I happen to know, being familiar with Autobay's vessel, the Brazen Pegasus, it is a fast ship. It is not a big ship or a hearty ship, but it is a fast one. It's capable of up to, traveling at up to ten miles per hour, which is considerably faster than your average sloop. So, accordingly, that should take about a ten day. Provided that uh, you uh, are able to, provided that you are able to navigate the uh, the channels and uh, the winds and and so on, everything favorable. effectively. Provided that you have a favorable journey and you go at top speed the whole time. I wish there was some way that I could get you there sooner, but uh, this is the safest, most secure way. It's reliable. <laughs> Yes, and I, I can vouch for Autumn. She is calm, cool, and collected, even in the the most dire of circumstances. So she will see you through. Now, now, as you as you said, uh, what, what what was your name? Again? Ruby. Ruby. As you said, you uh, have been to Chop before, mm -hmm. from there originally. Yes. yes. You know more than I do, I imagine, about the the. <clears throat> The weather, the the politics, the climate, the 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 movers and shakers, and so on. But if there's anything that either of you need to know, please uh, do not hesitate to ask now before we collapse our uh, our uh, recon area here and move back to Baldur's Gate. Are there any of the merchant princes who are particularly friendly to the Harpers? I have not been in some time. I was there once a decade ago. And so I am not sure what the current stances, who the current merchant princes are, for that matter, and how they stand versus the Sword Coast and the Harpers in general. They do change a lot. Do you have, could we have something like a letter of introduction for one of the merchant princes that you may know? That is harder to come by. You would have to gain that from someone of stature in Botninzaru, most likely. Now, Autumn Having been there several times, makes the regular journey there um, every month or so, uh, would be able to point you in the right direction. Do you have need for this map? I can try to make No, this is yours. I can try to make a copy during our journey and then give it back to a Harper agent. 
No, we will have, uh, with the materials here, I can make another copy. And as you can see, I, uh, I don't have much to keep me occupied other than this cartography work. So, please, please take it. He's Mike, so focused on your hand. <laughs> Just hyper-focused. <clears throat> now, I don't have to remind you how dangerous Chult is. Not only because of its creatures and its people, but also the fact that the majority of it, as I mentioned, is a mystery. You won't know what you're coming across deep in the heart of the jungles. So arm yourselves and be wary. Look before you step. Else you'll be on the end of a rather large snake. And or dinosaur. Or, or dinosaur snake. <laughs> or creature. And I know that to be uh, unpleasant from personal experience. <laughs> Where's the Brazen Pegasus harbored? Brazen Pegasus is at the southern docks in Baldur's Gate. You'll return there, head to the dock. You should be able to see... Uh, it is a, it's a, it's a, a, a sloop, two decks, 60 feet. There's a single mast, several... Uh, there's a square mainsail, some triangular sails, uh, several cannons. You should be able to recognize it compared to the other ships because of its size and because, if I remember correctly, I believe Otome still has several... Uh, bladed weapons jutting out of the fore of the ship. That should make it stand out. Swords and halberds and other things that have been jammed into the front of the ship as a kind of a, a welcoming uh, uh, gesture. Warning for pirates. Yes, indeed. Even a decade ago, pirates ran rampant around the waters yes. around Chalt. Ordemay will be able to tell you more, but I would advise you to be careful even on the sea, because uh, pirateering is a very profitable venture around Chalt. It is. Is there anything more that you need from me? On a more personal note, do you think you could have a grave arranged next to the professor for a friend Candle? She uh, sort of face falls a minute. Oh, I was... I wasn't aware that one of yours had passed. Yes, I, I can. I can see to it that the Harpers provide a, a grave in Baldur's Gate. At the, uh, give me the the address of the, the plot that you suggested for for him. We uh, left their body with uh, the Colbrex. Very well, Colbrex is a, a, a reasonable, reliable fellow. I'm sure he'd be able to help me personally with with the business. You have my condolences. Now, if you would, with all speed, return to Baldur's Gate. We and the rest of the Harpers, we, we have a lot of business here collecting our dead and ensuring that uh, Soldara's forces have been completely cleared of the Cloakwood. I urge you to move with haste and with dedication. I'm not sure how much longer we're going to last. And she sort of makes sure that you're all you're all set, that you've got the map and everything like that. And she turns back to her documents and continues to pour over chart after chart and, and explores journal and so on. 
Way back. Was I able to scavenge a rapier? Oh, do you want to actually do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> give me well, a, otherwise, I'll just pay for one in Baldur's Gate. Give me a stealth check. Why not? Yeah, because otherwise I was going to ask, is it going to be cheaper to buy in Baldur's Gate? Morally cheaper? Or, <laughs> or in... Yeah, in the stealth port, check's not great. Nine. In the port that we're heading to. Cause yeah, that's a good point. Unfortunately, because of the um, the way the battlefield like is, is laid out, there's corpses of like there's skeletons oh, and zombie bits and, and, and spiders and... Harper bodies of all manner, like humanoid or otherwise, right? You know, they're all laid out. Um, it's very difficult to do anything stealthily because it's sort of a big open yeah. area. With, um, I'll just buy one. Of them. Yeah, so you're unable to to make a lot of headway into the battlefield without bumping into somebody stretching a body or like. They also, they also gave us 500 gold per person. Oh, so. yes. yeah. Well, then I wouldn't even try to scavenge. Okay. Well, then that ever happened. Nobody, no, nobody saw it. <laughs> you, you thought about it. You're like, yeah, but I could enough. penny pinch. Should I pay the 20 gold pieces? Or, should... <laughs> or whatever it is for a rapier. Alrighty then. So we have 500 gold pieces each? Yeah, 500 wow. each. Yeah. Each finally was answered with a yes. Yep. And I took 200 gold from... Well, it was... 300? Yeah, 300? It was a pretty batshit well, insane thing to suggest to a group of level 1 adventurers to sneak into a Lich's Tower. Well, I, think I, I think the other hundred... Appropriately, the compensation sure was good. The Harpers are good for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got that covered. Okay, so now I have 800 gold. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to do here in the Harper site in the Cloakwood? Do you want to talk to Romalia? Do you want to... Um, well, probably... For heaven's sake... Go back into the tower <laughs> for whatever reason. Hey, let's do. I'm going to probably check the uh, the scrolls in the meantime. Either oh yes, yes, during yes. travel or while we're here. Sounds good. Okay, these scrolls that you received. Looking over them, having some uh, some time or, or, or check finding some of these there. Add to your collection over there. Collection. You're running low. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> So, the spell scrolls that you received, do you have any, um, what's your arcana? Do you have any training? In, in? I do not have training, so I'm probably finding someone who can also assist. Okay, so you, so you head into sort of the Harper camp proper, right? Um, you're able to track down a um, an apprentice wizard, um, one of the one of the remaining alive ones. <laughs> so um, you so you, you you track this person down and, and they take a look at the scrolls. Like, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I can I can read these right away. Yeah. Um, and he tells you that the three spell scrolls that you received are alter self. Okay, mm. that's not a bad one. Find traps. Okay, and spider climb. Ooh, that's a really good one. Hold yourself, spider climb, find traps. Find traps, yeah. I miss my um, slippers of spider climb I had forever ago. I'm playing in a game where a wizard has those. And every time he contemplates, he walks around the walls. Nice. <laughs> he just like keeps on going. He's doing circuit. a fucking like David Bowie ass. Yeah, exactly. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anything else before we move on? 
at the harbor. Need to get my rapier. Oh, not there. Now you could conceivably, and there's probably a quartermaster there okay. at the camp. You can probably purchase a rapier. Sure. If that's what you want to do. How so, much? Okay. The rapier slightly used. <laughs> slightly used. It's just he slicks the blood off of it. There we go. There you are. Good and ready. Newly oiled. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a skeleton merchant around somewhere? Unfortunately, not here. No. But there might be one in show. Then I am holding on to my money. It is 25 gold pieces. Standard, okay. standard price. They're just dead on site. Are you a lich? Now you can, if, if you want to haggle with them, I mean, you just did them a service. You could possibly you know, talk them down a bit. 25 gold pieces for this. You must be mad. <laughs> All right. Um, will they buy my armor and sell me better armor? Possibly. Okay. Let's see what they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should get a breastplate. Let's see what they have. Because then I can have better armor and still be stealthy. If you shut up, I'll give you a treat. Everybody at the table shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feed you guys for free. <laughs> Steven, see, there are apple chips behind your laptop. Yeah. I feel like I need to make sure you know. <laughs> I never know what's yeah. behind the laptop. Otherwise, you never see it. <laughs> the behavior you're trying to encourage in the players is showing up with the... <laughs> The dogs, it's to show. Show up or shut up? I mean, Francis is very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. You definitely control where his face goes, though. So you're looking for armor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can give you... What What armor you you sell? Uh, Chainmail. Chainmail. So they can give you 75% of the price you paid for it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're in with the Harpers. like Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, at this point, it's it's not... You know, pristine anyway. The so moment it rolls off price. the lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depreciation sense. Okay, so uh, do they have split mail? They have. Um, <coughs> let me tell the check. Right, split. Splint mail? Yeah. It's heavy, isn't ah, it? Yes. Well, yeah, you're a cleric, right? Yeah. Got the good stuff. Paladin. <coughs> yes, they do. Okay. They've got they've got a set of split a set of splint mail. So yes, I will sell them my chain mail and buy the splint mail off them. Okay, so th- let's see, let's yeah. carry the two. Uh, <coughs> try not to cry. Cry a lot. Seventy five to seventy five. That's uh, that's not bad. So you splint armor is two hundred fifteen, right? But, uh, Chainmail is seventy five, and I gotta figure out seventy five percent of that. Yeah. No, the chainmail that is the chainmail. Chain Maybe I looked at chain shirt instead. The chainmail is chain seventy five, so it should be chainmail seventy five. So three fourths of that. Seventy five times twenty one plus be twenty two and a half. Fifty six and a quarter. Round it to fifty six. Okay. So they gave you fifty six gold back. All right. So here's what I would like to do. And you need to pay right. pay two hundred gold pieces for the split now. If they have a breastplate, they do. I would like to sell them my scale mail to get a breastplate. Okay, they will offer you three fourths for the scale mail. Okay, it's a good trade up. How much is leather armor worth? Because I'd love to upgrade to studded if I could get another point for my AC. Yeah, studded leather armor is forty-five gold pieces. Cool. How much is leather? Ten. Regular ten. leather, ten. Okay, so I'll pay the thirty-five for studded leather and get another. So what's my difference okay. here from selling them? Well, my scale? they wouldn't give you full price for the leather armor that you're already wearing. Oh, okay. So I'll just pay forty. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That's as reasonable. Yeah. I I have to write. 
Do- doesn't understand the written word. <laughs> I didn't get my price difference or how much I. What it, so what you were you were getting rid selling of selling scale and buying a breastplate. So scale is fifty gold pieces. Okay. So three fourths of it is what you get back. Yep. And then thirty-seven points. You wanted breastplate. Yep. Or half plate if they have it, but that's going to be really expensive. I don't think you can afford half plate. I think it's four hundred. I think it's like yeah. breastplate is four hundred. <coughs> oh, breastplate's four hundred. Okay. Yeah. It's so half plate must be seven fifty. Yeah. Half plate is seven fifty. Okay. It's up there. I think we'll go with the breastplate. Okay. Then breastplate is the 400. Okay. So, what did you say? 37? 37.5. Yeah. So round it down. I can get 37 gold for it. Okay. They don't have silver. No, find someone else's lap. No one is ever going to have silver. <laughs> it's the penny of D&D. It's, the, it's so stupid. Why <laughs> everything isn't just in gold? I don't understand. No, I'm, I'm making my, my gold platinum. Five platinum. Fifty platinum. Now look, if you want to like trade up, that's fine. Why would you if trade down? Oh look, I found three thousand silver pieces in a dungeon. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's staying there. But what? Five hundred gold there pieces. Forever. Clayton, just get fifty. Just make one. Just make one coin. Because you know one of those coins is cursed. No. Well, yeah. I mean, one of those has to be. And cursed. now you don't know which one. Exactly. Do you want to do identify on? A, Thousand gold pieces. Did you want to play Dungeons and Dragons, or do you want to do banking simulator? No, what you do is you do you do detect magic on the pile and start shifting until you find the one that's actually glowing. Okay. Soul coins from Avernus are really cool. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, What psychic crystals? Yeah, the soul coin is um. It literally is the soul of a whatever paladin, or, oh, so wow. the, and the more powerful the soul is, the more valuable oh, yeah, the coin yes. is. <laughs> it's the currency. You can haggle a lot with that. So, does anyone want to hold some of these scrolls? I got Alter Self, Fine Trap, and Spider Climb. I'll take Spider Climb. Now, don't sell yourself short. It's Fine Traps, plural. Fine traps. <laughs> it's not just one oh. trap. <laughs> Yeah, I think it lasts for like 10 minutes or something. You're losing a lot of it's utility, bad, yeah. it's just fine trap. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> they put in like the front trap. It's like, you wasted the scroll. <laughs> look down, look up. Wait. Okay. So, are we all done at the Harper Camp? I am. Yeah. So, uh, as you, you, so you've made your exchanges with the quartermaster, and uh, she has given you um, all the materials that you need, the breastplate, and so on. Um, as you are, so you've refitted yourself inside the quartermaster's tent, and as you are making your way out into the into the cloakwood proper, are we taking the boat back, or are we taking like the road back? You hear what sounds like little padded feet. Rushing after you. I will stop and turn. You see a small blue scaled kobold wearing a classic like blue star speckled wizard's hat. Perfect. That is constantly just kind of flopping. 
and you can tell like is using it to try to shield the sun from his eyes um, and is almost like drunkenly weaving because of the difficulty of seeing in this bright daylight. Is it daylight? Because I thought we attacked at night. What? I thought we attacked at night. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't think we did. No. Because I thought we had to use the cover of night to get into the cave. No. No. Because the cave was a seaside cave away from the tower proper, so you guys were going in undetected anyway. No, it was all during the day. Now it's getting it's it's getting getting on like in the late in the afternoon, but it's not dark yet. Right at that moment where the sun just right in the eye. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the twilight. You know, it's, ah, it's the worst. Like, it's like it's going under my like, visor. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just that <laughs> if you're driving, away. you are going to die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's right at the level of the traffic lights. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Ducking behind your rearview mirror, mm-hmm. just below your visor. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we turn around. We see the kobold. You see this kobold character? Hello. Hold on, I'm coming with. What? what? <laughs> Says who? I'm a harper. I'm in Hold up. I'm little badge. Get the little, yeah, yeah. The little harp. You see, badge. You, see, you see a badge with a silver harp and a blue background and silver. Should be pinned to your hat. Okay. okay. I can't fit it. <laughs> You, you, you're coming with us to Chult? Yes. Oh. For supervision, or...? <laughs> no. Or to be supervised. You're a, you're a supervisor? <laughs> do, they, do they just want Hi, you yes, out of there? No, not particularly. I, I, I'm just more interested in where we're going as opposed to what's left over here. That's fair. Mm. Not, not a big fan of trying to uh, clean up this uh, Lich's minions. Okay. Well, I'll introduce myself. Hi, I'm I'm, I'm Ruby. Bend down. <laughs> Top day. Yeah. It's day. Like a, a solid three foot four. Yes, because we're, 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 we're like the same height. We're probably. roughly the same height. Yeah. Very nice to meet you. My name yeah. is Emmanuel. Oh, pleasure indeed. Glad to have someone the same size. Just kind of like looks at you. The, the dog cocked head. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> My hat makes me tall. Oh, I'm, I'm six foot five. I'm, I'm big people. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, let's go. Let us move on. All right. Where'd you learn magic? I, the uh, local university. You um, mean this university? The Citadel of Elevated Aims? <laughs> yes, the Citadel of Elevated Aims. Oh. Haven't seen you around. I'm pretty easy to miss, ironically. Pretty ironically, so given how tall I am. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm a perfectly normal height. Everybody okay. else is just giants. That's just a regular <laughs> height. So, um, what you can do, you can, um, you can make your way back on foot. That's a that's a fifty mile journey north back to Baldur's Gate, or you can um, try to make your way back to the shore, um, which you're not exactly sure right now how the Harper Main Camp and the shoreline of the cave are like in relation to each other, and try to get Callbrax to to sail you back along the coast, back to the docks. Either way, I figure we should at least. Either take the boat or try to requisition the wagon to get back to city faster. 
I don't, I don't think they're going to have many wagons left over. I mean, I mean it was, they it got here somehow. Here. They've been planning this for a couple of days. <clears throat> they, they've got a lot to carry back with all the dead people. We have two rangers. We can get to there pretty fast. Yeah, I'm a natural explorer too, so yeah, let's just go back to the coast and get the boat. Just try to go back to the coastline? What do you guys think? It shouldn't be terribly far, right? I, I suppose if there's a boat there. We've already been there. And we'll keep our... I mean, shorter the tower's connected to the dungeon, out. so... Oh, I can keep up. Okay. So you, um... You have... Because you were teleported to the clearing in front of the Lich's Tower, you're not exactly sure, again, like what direction the coast is, oh, but is you can, you know... With, see, with see rangers so, and someone trained in, like, cartography and navigation, would it be... Oh, no, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, because you have navigators amongst you, and because you're able to, like, you know, you're hearing waves that way, yeah, you're salt water and on the air and stuff like that. Um, you managed to make your way back to the coast in, in, in a pretty short amount of time. It was relatively close. Um, so you, you head past, you head back into the clearing, head off to um, the right, sort of making a perpendicular uh, a right, uh, and uh, head back to the coast. And sure enough, you can see Colbrax. Um, he is attending to uh, the boat, the, uh, the diviner. He is... Um, Right now, he is—he's um, on the deck of the ship, and he is coiling up the rope that he used to um, anchor. anchor the ship. Callbrax. You see him. Hi. Uh, how was it? We got what we wanted. Well, I was going to assume that, given that you're not uh, ma- magical paste. We were wondering if you could take us to the dock to get our ride to Tilt. Which dock? Baldur's Southern, Gate. Southern dock. Oh, sure, back to Baldur's Gate. Absolutely. Uh, who's, uh, who's a blue fella? Oh, I. you can call me Tuck. Don't think I've ever seen you before. He says he's a harper. Pull up the badge again. <laughs> oh, so it is. Well, there are thousands of us, of us bastards. I, don't, I can't... I don't know them all <laughs> comes up in here. That's okay. Why the badge is nice. <laughs> all right, climb on. I'll get the sails going. Thank you. Wait a minute. So as you're coming up the gangplank. Stem up one, two, three. <laughs> what happened to... Uh, there was another... The, 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 the furry one. We left her with you. Left him what? Yes. <laughs> Before we teleport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Retcon. <laughs> You're like, oh, I still need to load that. <laughs> well, we've got, uh, we've got the, uh, the, the body of your friend down in the, in the cargo hold. Uh, we can uh, arrange for the uh, transportation and the funereal stuff when we get to, once we get to Baldur's Gate. It means a lot. Of course, yeah. Well, it's the least we can do for your for your support. Now then, uh, you can either stay on deck or head down to the cargo hold and uh, we're on our way. Anchors away! Just find a spot to sit down on the deck and wait. Okay. Sail unfurls. And you head 
Back up north from the Sword Coast to Boulder's Gate. Sea chanties on there? <laughs> Not for this right now. But there may be once you're on a ship. What do we do to the drums? <laughs> what do you do what with do you the do? Drums? Yeah, I was going to say two that makes the song a whole different thing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, a short time later, you uh, uh, dock, uh, sure enough, at the southern dock of a Baldur's Gate. You can see. Um, Lots of civilians moving about, uh, deck hands and, and stevedores, uh, you know, taking crates and, and loading them in. You can see several ships are already docked and taking cargo or exchanging passengers. Um, as you're pulling in and Colbrax is able to um, uh, anchor the, uh, the, the diviner, sure enough, you see a familiar-looking ship with 15 or so bladed weapons pointing out of... of there's our ride. Of the four. Gangplank extended uh, just off a couple of feet away uh, uh, at a at a uh, nearby parallel duck. Who has our letter of uh, passage? Ah. Just give me a moment. I'll, I'll write a note to my university to let them know I'm going on a, 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 new, a new... A new even longer sabbatical... <laughs> This is full work, completely. Not, you know, to get the quality back. It is tax deductible. What? Are we going to have to rob a museum on the way back? I mean, I could have just gotten that Asmodeus holy relic, but we were kind of in a hurry. A little bit of a hurry. Also, it might have killed you. So if you rob a museum, is it this does not belong <laughs> in a museum? It does not belong in that museum. You stole it, it from the people that it should belongs, go to their museum. It belongs in the museum of my wallet. <laughs> I am my own museum. So you, ha- so Colbrax, um, makes sure that you've got all your, your things with you. Gives you yeah. sort of a, a hearty wave as a lot of you head down. Uh, it's a cool, windy day today in, in, in Baldur's Gate. There's some clouded skies, so you see that. Rain is on is is coming, but it's it's still far off. Um, you start to uh, head towards the Brazen Pegasus, or uh, and you uh, see that the gangplank has already been extended. Okay. You guys start to head up the gangplank, and very quickly you see a figure uh, move to the top of the gangplank and then hold a hand up in a firm gesture of, "Now hold your horses." <laughs> You see... Holding. Oh, there, there's the brazen pegasus, by the way. to give you an idea of like what it looks like. It's a sloop with triangular sail, a top sail, and so on. And yeah, now you don't have to send the And Facebook you see message. this fellow. Mm-hmm. This gentleman right here stops you uh, on, on the gangplank Assassin's Creed. and says in a... A stereotypically gruff voice. What you buying? Where do you think you're going? I will hold up the letter of passage and hand it to him. Yeah. Takes it out of your hands, unfurls it. He, he curls it up, gives you a suspicious look, and then turns back to the deck. Anybody up here can read? <laughs> I like this man. <laughs> One of the sailors 
and moves forward. And he just sort of like, without looking, just tosses the comes from someone else. Tosses the charter uh, at at the sailor who unfurls it. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Ruddle, it's a it's a letter of charter, um, providing passage for these people to Port Port Manjaro, um, and it's signed by Miss Sylvain. You see him, sir. Mm. All right, get your asses on board. I'm like mid reaching my hand up and just break <laughs> just tighten up like the backpack straps. So he sort of basically like moves a minimum amount of distance just so you can pass by him. You can see him just sort of like with his hands in his belt, just sort of looking you over, giving you a mild stink eye. I try not to obviously roll my eyes and as, walk past him. As I pass, I pass by, I kind of pat him on the cheek and say, "You're pretty cute." <laughs> oh God! Oh, fuck! <laughs> no, that's the idea. So <laughs> stone-faced, he doesn't even react. <laughs> um, but the, the sailor with the charter very quickly um, just to kind of puts puts himself between you and uh, and uh, and Mr. Riddell. After this, and oh, you, there's your charter. <laughs> yeah, and I like give us a little gin. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so is he not the captain, or no? No, that's not the captain. Uh, so, so the, the sailor actually, you know, over, the sailor overhearing your conversation sort of box with you. Um, that's uh, that's Mr. Riddell. He's the he's the first mate. Um, our captain. There you go. It's right uh, in the name, first mate. Chipper? <laughs> he doesn't talk much, and he's very, um, I believe, uh, Captain, uh, told me to describe it as business-like, his, his demeanor. So, yes. It helps with the negotiation. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, the Captain's going to want to see you. Absolutely. Um, if you'll just, there's a, a, a set of stairs back there at the aft of the ship. Okay. Um, you're going to head down there. And that goes directly to the captain's cabin. Oh, thank you. No problem. You have the letter, right? Yes. The sailor goes back to sort of tightening some rigging. Sure. So you head below deck, and you come across the captain herself. This one. She is a female rock gnome, by the looks of it. Okay. Dressed in, as you can see, this sort of kind of oh, naval uniform with a, with, a, with a rapier and scabbard and a tricorner hat. Excellent. She sees you approach. Who goes there? Uh, Captain Artemy? Artemy. Artemy. I apologize, so I'll hand her the letter. Yeah, from... The Harpers. Ah, uh, one of Sandra's. And she sort of tosses it over the shoulder. <laughs> Please. Pile. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> of course. Sit down. I'll be your captain of the Brazen Pegasus. Autumn is swift and dark. Pleasure to meet you. Swift and dark. Alright, I like that name. Now, I understand that you are interested in heading to Port Nyanzara. Well, you're in luck. That's where we're already headed. So this is not too much uh, of an imposition, uh, but of course, uh, 
uh, I owe Sindra a favor, too, so uh, even if it were to Helen back, I would end up sailing you there anyway. Now then, uh, have either of you been to Port Nyanzaro before? I'm actually from Trump. That's nice. <laughs> have you been to Port Nyanzaro? Yes. <laughs> then, uh, I assume you know the rigmarole about... Uh, Pirates and uh, choppy waters and, uh, you know. I do. We don't. So on. I do. Do you all sleep? Have you told them as well? No, I figured... Is everyone on the same page the about ones. the fucking pirates? Yes. They're going to be pirates. They're going to come attack They're. us. We're going to kill them. Ah, no. That, in fact, is why you're wrong. This ship is one of the fastest sloops operating along the Sword Coast and outside the waters of Chope. We will be able to outrun any pirate ship that comes across. Satisfaction guarantee. Good enough for me. And if they make their way on board, then we'll have then we'll have to repel them, won't we? <laughs> we'll be glad to help. I take it you lot are adventurers. Fortunately, we're naturally repellent. <laughs> I'm getting that vibe already. <laughs> she gives you a wink. She knows it. Ah, <laughs> uh, smart and brave. A woman after my own heart. Is everyone after? Never mind. <laughs> I think so. After right, time. right, the amorous one. Yes, I, I'm, I'm seeing the, the layout here. <laughs> Very good. Now, one thing to note, because this is a sloop and not, uh, say, a galleon or a line ship or something to that effect, uh, there aren't any permanent shelters or cabins on the main deck, as you could see. It's open air. Now, the sailors usually sleep on deck, with the weather permitting. You're welcome to sleep there as well, or you can head down into the cargo hold, which is a little stuffy and a little cramped at the moment, but you can uh, sleep there if you wish. Everyone will be moving down there in the event of inclement weather. But uh, we can provide uh, some small... We can rig up some uh, small bits of canvas or something to provide shade and, and what have you, but uh, this, isn't a, this isn't a resort. <laughs> So don't expect uh, those kind of amenities, you understand. Well, I don't know about my companions, but I prefer the open air, so I'll be staying on the deck. Very good. Now, because uh, the peg is so fast, uh, we should be able to hit Port Nyanzaro after a 10-day. However, one thing to keep in mind is that the waters between here and the peninsula of Chalt, are, um, well, interesting, let's say. All manner of things happen in the sort of negative space between our place of civilization here and the wilds of Chalt. So uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't uncinch your weapons. Keep them on you at all times, just in case. Very well. I was going to ask what kinds of things, but that clears it up. The, the kind that you'll want to skewer with your weapons. Very well. Do you sleep in shifts? The sailors uh, operate uh, on shifts, yes. Some of them sleep uh, during the day, some of them sleep at night, yes. The lot of you, you can come and go as you please. I would advise stepping off the boat, obviously. Of course. Anything else? Thank you. I think everything's clear. You're very welcome. Normally... I'd be charging 10 gold pieces a day for passenging. But, uh, as I mentioned, I owe Sindra a favor, and so you folks get a free ride. We appreciate it. One other thing. 
and this is very important. If you go down into the cargo hold, for whatever reason, to sleep, to play cards for the sailors, to shoot the shit, don't open anything down there. No crates, no barrels, no packages. You understand? Without thinking, I will immediately look at Tuck. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I'm going to look at as well. Just like happily sitting there listening to the conversation and slowly realizes everybody's looking at him. Just Why? can't like see it. Like... The hood just like slumps down at that point. So, so this one's the travel bag. Well, we've only just Actually, met, just but met something tells me. I'm being profiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to be unfair, which is why I'm leveling this warning at the entire group of you. Don't open the cargo. Absolutely. Very good. Got it. You abide by that? We'll have an excellent time aboard this ship sailing to a, a jungle. Uh, that cargo is going to get opened. I just know it is. Somehow. What's that one take of us? It's going to be To get else. a letter of introduction <clears throat> to one of the merchant pieces. Hmm. There's a tricky thing. I am not. Uh, my clout in Port Nianzaro is nothing compared to the merchant princes and their immediate um, entourage, if you will. So, unfortunately, I can't arrange that for you. But. There are several people in Port Nianzaro who, either with the liberal application of gold, or perhaps um, the liberal application of information that you shouldn't know, or perhaps doing a favor, they can very easily provide you a letter of recommendation. In fact, you do one of those fellows a good enough turn, they may take you straight to one of the merchant princes. No problems. Good. Now, I would advise that uh, out of the current uh, pantheon, if you will, uh, of merchant princes, uh, that uh, you're, you're most likely going to be uh, having the best luck with Wakanga. Wakanga Otamu. Wakanda forever. Do I know this version, Prince? <coughs> Roll history, please. Okay. And do I get advantage because I lived in Schultz? Yes. Wakanga Otamu. Didn't do me any fucking good. Oh, we haven't rolled for fortune. Six. We haven't rolled. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that yet. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and do that. Thank you for reminding me. Three. Nine. Nine. Very good. Thirteen. Nine. Thirteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Five. 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 It's not easy to get from Chult to the Sword Coast. That's true. Wakanga. Or you may know his name in passing and just... You're, you're, so you've heard the name, but, but that, it's just, it, it's, yeah. it's just name. any other name on Bill Chult, Gates. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Fred Fred Durst. <laughs> you know, oh. perfectly normal name. Warren Buffett. That's him. <laughs> Wakanga, what's his... Wakanga, W-A-K-A-N-G-A. Yep. 
O apostrophe T A M U. Otamu. Wakanga uh, is the only fellow among the merchant princes who uh, deals in uh, spellcraft. Magic and lore and so on. Uh, he's the only arcane spellcaster among the group, if I'm remembering correctly. And he's a longtime friend uh, of the Harpers. Well, Sy- sympathetic to them. Good, so if you're looking for a merchant prince who's immediately ingratiated to you, find Wakanda. Now, how you are going to <clears throat> arrive uh, at an introduction with him uh, or approach his villa without being shot full of arrows, who knows? That is a problem that I leave to your capable hand. <clears throat> suppose we should try to make a name for ourselves before an introduction. That seems appropriate. There will be plenty of ways for us to do so. Oh, good. There always are. Okay. She uh, she stretches over the over the table and clasps hands with each of you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I like to take her hand and kiss it. <laughs> she said, looks at you with a, with a kind of a look like sure I expected that checks out all out you may kiss the ring welcome to my show take this <laughs> so um, so she welcomes you aboard and uh, and gives you sort of free free roam of, of the ship uh, she makes her way up uh, to to uh, the top deck, um, and coordinating with some some short and some some curt and grunt sort of uh, sentences from uh, Mister Rodell, her first mate. Um, she commands the sailors to uh, unfurl the sails, to unhoist uh, various bits and bobs, to unanchor, and they you see the. Uh, Excuse me, the Brazen Pegasus set sail, heading south towards Chult. <laughs> is any of this food? Nothing is this chocolate? None, <laughs> of, that, none of that is food. <laughs> he does love to smell all the dice. He does. Some of it could be food, you never know. You, you have to know. smell it to know. It's like that one Asian show where they have like a hidden chocolate in an yeah. office room and you have to find it. It was part one. of the doorknob. <laughs> you just... Takes a bite. <laughs> so, someone give me a minute. Oh, I like that. What type of minute you want? Thank you. Just, just anyone. Scale. Uh-huh. Please wait. Scale. Yeah. There we go. How long did it take you to do all this? Oh, this? Yeah. Uh, we worked a few hours um, over. Two separate days. We didn't have a continuous thing to do. It really wasn't that wasn't Too very complicated. Very cool. Something I've been thinking about doing. It's actually we put this together with the materials and everything. Of course, we used the the tools and everything that were available in the theater shop. Obviously, right. so we had a circular saw and a sander and everything like that. But the materials were like thirty six bucks or something yeah. like that. You know, I think taking twenty as like a table he put together for two hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get a whole table put together, but we just needed the yeah, leaf, right? Yeah. So. Okay, so there you are on the deck of the ship. 
You can see that um, this uh, the Brazen Pegasus is equipped with some small cannons on port and starboard side. Um, and there is the uh, the staircase leading to um, Captain Ordemay's quarters. And this leads to the main area, then that center, which takes you to a uh, storage area and then, of course, the main sort of cargo hold bits where you can see that there are already some um, uh, hammocks <coughs> strung up and various crates and barrels and things, of which you're not supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will just stay on the deck. You have a lot of catalogs with the crates and barrels? Yes. <laughs> I think I'll just stay on the main deck and keep myself from suspicion of getting in the crates. Yeah. I think as a ranger, I'm, I'm wanting the open air. I'll probably at least spend some time in the hold making a copy of the map. Probably nearby. Reading a book. Okay. I'm getting to know the sailors. Um trying to help where I <laughs> By getting to know. <laughs> Knowing them in the biblicals. <laughs> okay. We'll do a roll for that when we make port. <laughs> right. So you see... Um, you so you make your way on the deck. You see that other than the captain and the first mate, there are six sailors working on deck. It's not a big ship. so um, They are um, mostly um, mostly human. Tethrian humans, which makes sense coming from Baldur's Gate. Um, there, is, there are four uh, uh, men and women of, of, of human uh, uh, species, I guess we'll say. Um, there is a um, there's a lizard folk on board uh, who has difficulty. Speaks common in a halting fashion, not. Not terribly good. It's a second language. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> clearly a second language for him. But uh, uh, he, you can see that he attends to most of sort of the heavy lifting and things. And there's also a um, a, uh, a lightfoot halfling, uh, a female lightfoot halfling on, on on board to get into sort of the small spaces. Um, well, we know who Lance is befriending. <laughs> there's the racial profiling tea. again. <laughs> I think most ships would find a lizard folk quite helpful. Mm-hmm. Repairing, like having to go under the water to repair things. Mm-hmm. Can I be used? I think so, but everybody's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just racist. profiling everybody. Just, just token lizard folk. You, naval underwater ship. reptile. <laughs> oh. Underwater reptile. <laughs> it's like basket weaving, but you know, ship over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've set sail. It's still cool and windy. You're getting a lot of traffic. Uh, you're getting a lot of power coming from the wind on those those four sails. It's all unfurled, and you're making a hell of a time. Um, you've already headed into open water, um, and uh, you can see that the sailors have started to sort of relax. On deck now that things have been uh, the, now you just let it run. Yeah, the sort of the the disembark this disembarkment, I guess, yeah. has, has been taken care of. So, you said you were trying to copy the map, right? Yeah. Can you give me a um, an intelligence check? Cartography tools. Yes. So that's with proficiency. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, you're just copying it, so just give me a dexterity check. Dexterity? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, 20, 25, so 24. 24, yeah. So you take uh, about an hour, and um, with perhaps a little more detail than was necessary, you basically copy the exact, you know, it's like I have almost like exact replica. Light boards. Yeah. Of this of this map, so you now got to have the two copies. You got Cinder's original and then yours. So, what book are you reading? I uh, probably a Cobalt book of poetry. So, deals a lot with dragons. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you read some of them? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> Just this quiet contemplation of this this Cobalt dragon book. Because if because that'd be nice to over here while while drawing. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a silver dragon? <laughs> no, nothing can compare to a silver dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You fool. All right. So, if there's nothing, if there's nothing further that you want to attend to, just in the early stages of this voyage, three days of passage go by. Is anyone doing anything for those three days? It's An extended activity. See if the lizard folk speaks draconic better than common. Well, lizard folk does speak draconic okay. better than common. Okay, it's his first language. Yeah, hold some conversations with him. Uh, you, just, yeah. Get down. How many of these singers do I manage to sleep with? <laughs> let's let's just find just out. Cut right to the chase. <laughs> um, How many of these guys do I fuck? <laughs> No, not just guys. How, oh, many, yep. how, how many, many of these sailors? How many sleepless nights do I have just in the cargo? <laughs> just because she sleeps with them doesn't mean it takes a long time. That's fair. They're sailors. It doesn't mean that she's only going once a night. So <laughs> you you have some conversations with this with this this lizard folk who you, who you uh, come to understand is named Meat Meat M E T E Ah okay still I like I like the pronunciation. You gotta pray five times a day. Pray five times a day. <laughs> he explains that he is—he was—he's originally from the sort of Moon Sea area, and um, that uh, he was never particularly good at um, sort of finer, defter tasks, and so life on a ship, moving sort of heavy cargo around and everything, worked well for him. He also likes being in the open air. Something nice about working out, out there with your hands. Good for his, nature. Yeah. Feels good on the scales and yeah. skin. A nice little salt bath. So what I want you to do is to give me a charisma check. Can I add persuasion? Oh. Yes. <laughs> performance. Performance. <laughs> no, performance comes later. <laughs> Okay, so that's a 22. Over the course of three wow. days, you are able to... You are able to bed two of the human men. Please say me. <laughs> no. The, the, the lightfoot halfling woman and meat. <laughs> so now you, there are only two crew members left. Well, four, I guess, counting the captain and the first mate. That you haven't, that you haven't conquered. That would have been a natural twenty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, it might have been. I bet he needed you to get a thirty or something. You've got to confirm it. But yeah, that, that first mate. That's going to be difficult. Yeah. So it's the long con. Yeah. <laughs> so the wind over this this three days has died down slightly. So you're not moving as fast as you would like, but. 
Um, the weather has still remained pretty good. Um, it's been clear skies. Um, there's a little bit of mist rolling in on this morning over the, uh, the, the surface of the ocean. And you can see that um, there is uh, one of the sailors, one of the, one of the female humans, is near the fore of the ship, sort of peering off at something in the distance. Approach. What do you see? What is that? And she points out, and you can see what looks like bobbing farther in front of the ship. You know, probably 75 feet away, maybe. Um, bobbing in the ocean is some kind of, like, brown thing. It's hard to make out from this distance with the fog and the distance. Is that a, is that, is that trash? What, what is that? I don't know. Do you have spyglass? Yeah. Okay. With a more eloquent turn of phrase, because I can't think of the word right now. Spyglass. Spyglass. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually really. She's a, she she gives you kind of gives you a. Metals and gold. Walks off and returns with a, a somewhat scuffed and 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 a brass spyglass. Shk. Huh. What is it? Fuck final. <laughs> <laughs> Just like old cloudy. With the dragon trouble. Give me a perception check. Dragon music. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a tortilla. Can I take advantage of it? Why? Because of the fortune we have right there? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Perception, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 20, not natural. Okay. So you extend the spy glass, take a look. You're able to, after sort of cleaning the actual glass, <laughs> and really peering, you're able to make out that it looks like it's a piece of driftwood. Which is odd, considering that it's the only piece in front of you as you sweep sort of the spyglass. No, it's just that one piece. Looks like it's about two feet long, maybe, you'd probably gather, at least given what you can see over the surface and the way that it's bobbing. That's suspicious. Who who was Leonardo DiCaprio's castmate? (laughs) Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, well, I'll relay this. Let him on that door. Right? What's the matter like, with you? That's weird. There's nothing else around, but it looks like a piece of driftwood. Hi. Should someone go check it out? She looks over the, the side of the boat in this period. Well, we're going to run over it anyway, so uh, we'll find out what it is. Well, what if it's, it's alive. Trap or something. <laughs> the ship sink out at sea all the time. Mostly due to pirates. Or one piece of driftwood? We'll run alongside it. I've got a, got a net contraption here somewhere. You take that. All right. We'll fish it out. Four degrees, port! And the okay. ship slowly drifts. And sure enough, uh, over, the, over the next few minutes, it makes its way towards this piece. You've got your thing. Scoop it up. You dump it out on the deck of the ship. And sure enough, it is a two-foot piece of driftwood 
waterlogged and, and jagged. Um, but you can see you can see right in the middle is carved into the wood is this bizarre symbol. <laughs> What's the symbol? It's loading. The symbol? Yeah, loading. <laughs> now you have to readjust the map. Unless <coughs> we get two, two, another tab over. Focus it on another image. So the some of the other um, some of the other sailors have come around to sort of like take a look at this thing. Yeah, I'll probably come over too. Come up. It's too bright out. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll let you know. Don't open the cargo. <laughs> Enjoying some wonderful poetry. Do you write to yourself? Probably not. There's a class for that. Mm. If you wish to. I don't have the materials. Buddy, go find someone else's lap for now, okay? Here, Francis. Francis. So you see this symbol that looks like... <laughs> Almost lost it. It's this... I need more dice to check out. Two curves, essentially, mm-hmm. coming out of one singular thing. So it looks like that. <laughs> and there have been sort of dots... Uh, jutted into the wood and and extra sort of markings uh, making it look like it's two waves sort of crashing against each other and curling up opposite each other. Can make a history check? Yes, if you'd like. Oh, that's good. Although religion would be religion. possibly helpful. Arcana make, would possibly be helpful. I'll make a religion check. Okay. 14 for history. So, putting your heads together, you realize that this is a holy symbol. This is the symbol of Umberly, also known as the Bitch Queen, or the Queen of the Deaths. Most often worshipped by sailors or people traveling by sea out of fear of her destructive power. A well, a decently known Faerunian deity um, of chaotic evil. Well, looks like someone pissed off the wrong god. <laughs> Get this devil wood off the ship. What do you mean? I'd be concerned about finding that on the ship. Yeah, if it was on their ship in order to gain her boon and she still crashed it to the depths. Well, she or pirates. We might have choppy water soon. We should be on the lookout for... More way than one. Mm -hmm. Alright. Does anyone want this? Want to inform the captain? I suppose so. Take it down to the captain. Do you take the piece down there? Come in, come in! No, captain. We, um... One of the sailors... You can see she's still buttoning up. Getting ready. Yeah. I assume I know that sailor's name. Yes. What's the sailor's name? Uh, Wendy. Wendy. You just made that up? Yes. <laughs> uh, She's a redhead. Good point. Wendy and I <laughs> found this and scooped it up out of the water. It was the only piece of driftwood 
around. It has the symbol. Well, you probably know what the symbol is. She takes it, gets it in the light, moves a lantern over to take a good look at it. Bully deck. I'm Bully. Yes. Well, it's curious. Don't know what much else to do with it. I was gonna chuck it back overboard unless you have a new, you need for it. My instinct says that somebody cast this off because it was valuable or because it was evidence. So you Either way, I think we should hold on to it. Okay. Thought it might be indicative of the uh, waters to come. Not superstitious, are you? No, but I'm assuming someone's boat blew up and we're going to find the rest of it. (laughs) Well, boats regularly, ships regularly break and sink and and, and find themselves uh, less than a hole across these waters all the time. This could be from... That's reassuring since we're on this ship. Two two years ago, who knows? All right. Either way, I thought you should be aware. He takes it and just chucks it in the back corner of the... Kevin, duly noted. I will uh, file that later. All right. Anything? Anything further? Uh, no. All right. Get the hell out of my office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Half lidded look. So a lot of you return to the top deck. You can see the sailors have already dispersed. The one bit of interest interest this morning has already died out. You can see that one of them sits on a on a barrel and starts whittling. The others are playing cards on a similarly overturned barrel. Should I cast detect magic on that? That's what I was thinking. I looked uh, to see if I had it. Now. I don't. I can go get it. You do it as a ritual, right? You want to go into our office again and get it? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, let's see how that works out for you. Just tell the captain that's what you want to do. I don't think it's, uh, is she up on deck? No, she's still she's still down in the cabin. It looks like she was still sort of dressing. Dressing. Knock again, Captain. What the hell is it? <laughs> I'm sorry to bother you. Maybe I'm being paranoid, but I was wondering if I could. Cast detect magic on that piece of wood. Make sure I didn't bring something cursed onto your boat. There's a brief moment of silence. Then the door opens and you see a piece of driftwood. Save to to catch it. Oh, and you can catch it. Thank you. (laughs) Shuts the door. It's fine. I'm not offended. I've I've ridden on enough boats. (laughs) Like this is what everyone's like. It's not a big deal. I got. I got ten minutes, all, or an hour, or whatever, all to cast the ritual and detect magic. That's cool. Okay. So, you take your time and cast detect magic on this thing. And, sure enough, it is magical. Mm. Need some identification? <laughs> <laughs> Someone mind getting talk for me? He might you be are able getting, to do... Um, because, of, because of detect magic, mm-hmm. you are looking at... If it's conjuration, I'm chucking it off the boat immediately. 
or, or, or what's to like observe an object? Divination. Divination. Yeah. Divination would also be pretty bad. That would be my guess, though. But where's this driftwood piece right now? We found our next target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're looking at transmutation. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see, I thought that was really bad, too. <laughs> I mean, they're all bad. They're yeah. all kind of bad. <laughs> it's really a rock. <laughs> Is anyone near me when <laughs> I'm doing this ritual? If you're doing it under deck, yes. No, on deck. Yeah, deck. deck. Uh, this is uh, transmutation magic. Well, we have someone who's a little bit more specialized in magic. Who, um, talk? Well, I guess he does have a hat, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> a little dragon with a hat. Was it stuck? <laughs> Check the hat. <laughs> you can take I, it down there. If I pass the captain on my way down, I will inform her. Otherwise, I'm not bugging. It's just a straight staircase to a door, like so. It's not like I'm just saying if she's come out. She hasn't come out. Okay. She's taking a sweet talk. talk. Hey, this um has trans. I want to say transfiguration. That's not right. Transmutation. Transmutation magic on it. Can you tell me any more about it? Should we, you know, chuck this thing off deck? Sure. Give me a minute. Sit down, set up the little identification rituals and candles out. Just standing, waiting. So you're going to identify? Yep. Like Sounds good. Movie, doesn't okay. Like Pushing up the hat every 37 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just met him. Takes you know that, I'm sorry. Do you know that picture of the, it's a book cover and the guy with the jeweler's lens, it says identifying wood, and it's like, <laughs> yep, it's wood. <laughs> that's wood. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's perfect. You finish your identify spell. Yep, yep it's wood. That's wood. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, so, you discover that this piece of driftwood is somehow uh, either... It, it's been altered in some way. Previously, this was sort of a mundane piece of driftwood. But now, it acts as a kind of club of umberly. Specifically, if you... So I was thinking like a square. If you hold this club and utter a prayer to umberly as an action, you will gain a random form of short-term madness. There's your transmutation. While you're mad, the driftwood is a plus-one weapon. Magic. Nice. That's okay. The dogs will eat that. Thank you. At least one. Yeah, go get it. So for the price of a a prayer to Umberly and just a temporary little bit crazy, you get a plus-one magic weapon. That is a club. It's a piece of driftwood that you just... Wacky boy. Somebody has turned this into a sort of uh, spiritual cudgel. I, <laughs> if you if you pray to the god inscribed upon it, um, it is also evil, though, right? You you sort of fall it's under chaotic. its maddening influence. The deity is chaotic evil, yes. but there's there's power in the weapon. It could definitely have some use. Hmm. About that time, um, the, the captain has st- strode on deck and has, has passed by, has overheard your conversation very quickly as it's being passed over. Like, yep! <laughs> takes that and heads back down into her cabin. <laughs> the door slams. You're welcome. Thank you. I wanted to make sure someone wasn't spying on where we were in the, uh, the sea. or you know. Oh, they can do that anyways. Good point. <laughs> I want to make sure they weren't using that to do That's that. fair, yes. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'll let you go back to your poetry. 
objects. You just need to be familiar with an object, and then you just describe the object. Mm-hmm. The rest of the day passes uneventful. Four days later, seven days into the ten-day journey. Wendy and I are like best friends at this point. Jesus. Wendy hates me. <laughs> you make everyone hate me. The captain hates her. The captain doesn't hate her. She's no. just... Kurt. Just yeah, to the point. She's a damn see. captain. Get out of her way. She can't oh, be seen scratching with the crew. Sure enough, you see Wendy, the sailor, at the fore again. This time... With the bronze spyglass, the brass spyglass, she's, she's peering at some other thing. Walk up again beside her. She sees something. Oh! <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! Not even person. that quiet. I can't fucking see in this thing behind me. Only one direction. What is it? Sorry. I just wondered if he saw something. Yeah. Take a look. Okay. Extend the spyglass. You can see in in the distance, about 150 feet away, a longboat. Mm-hmm. Longboat. Can I see some? Person. Can I see people in it? Looks like there are three figures inside. There are people in that longboat. Should we uh, tell the captain? Yes. <laughs> Do you want me to do it, or are you gonna? But do you want to yes. draw? Do you want to draw straws for it? <laughs> I mean, I just figured I did it last time. I thought I'd give you the option to do it if you wanted to. I'll walk in and dump the cat. Thank you, miss. <laughs> I am a nice person. Why are you making starts, me so mean? Starts, starts to walk towards it. Sees that you're coming for down to the captain's sake. quarters. Do you, you knock on the captain's door. Sure. Yes? We have a longboat with people in it. Congratulations. All right. What do you want me to do with it? Nothing. Thank you. If you don't care, I don't care. <laughs> Meanwhile, boarding the ship. <laughs> <laughs> about about a minute passes, folk. and then uh, you hear the door open up and the captain's stride on board. Okay, you met out in the water. All right, where is it? <laughs> And just point to me and Wendy. Wendy, to Wendy like, gestures for the captain to come over here. She very quickly takes a spyglass. Survivors, most like. Ten degrees, starboard. We're coming alongside. We're going to pick them up. If they turn out to be more trouble than they're worth, we're going to throw them off. It's a very simple transaction. So we need it. Supervise them to make sure they don't open the cargo. Does he need to be moved over here? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why don't the lot of you uh, stay uh, up up on the main deck while we deal with this cookies. issue, just in case? Of course. Cookies are to make him shut up. So, f- uh, a few minutes later, the boat makes its way over. Uh, they throw ropes down to this longboat, and three sort of emaciated, dehydrated-looking uh, people, humans. Climb up the ropes and onto the deck, of, the deck of the ship. You can see these figures are dressed in torn uniforms, look like naval uniforms. Um, three men, three human men, uh, one of whom has got a naval uniform on that has sort of the, the epaulets still, mm-hmm. one of them still attached, and, and uh, the button uh, dressing and everything befitting a, a captain of some kind. 
could then see if design is like of a nation or you can see that it looks like Sword Coast sort of Faerunian kind of design. Yeah. <laughs> the Captain Ordemate sort of gives them a place to sit over on the port side of the deck. And with her hand on the the grip for rapier. Alright, spell it. You see the of of the three men, two of them are young. They're maybe late twenties, early thirties. But one of them is in his fifties. The the this, the man in the, in the the captain's uniform. Uh, uh, captain, can I get these men some water? Are you talking to to the ornament? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And Not from the sea, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I, okay. I like water from the They've sort of very uh, trying not to snatch it out of your hands, but quickly take it. Get some water. Slow, slow. If you've been without water for a long time, you don't want to overdose on it. Start busting up some rations and the smaller portions. And you can see that the the older man was with the big mutton chops and, uh, and the graying hair. Classic. Thank you very much. I'm glad you came along when you did. We were in uh, a great deal of trouble. But thank you for your, your kindness. What left you stranded? The rest of my crew. I'm uh, Captain Wolf. Uh, I'm responsible for uh, a vessel known as the Prosperous. My vessel, until about two days ago, when the crew, well, the crew apart from uh, these two gentlemen here, decided to mutiny. These are my two senior officers. They forced us onto this long, onto the longboat. No food, no water, <coughs> like savages, <coughs> and took the ship. Now I am a captain without a ship, and these senior officers have not much of a captain left. Why do they need me? That's the peculiar thing. I have never had a, even a peep of discontent, of discord from that crew. Until two days ago, when a sort of a dark mood seemed to set itself across the entire ship, people became melancholy and irritable. They, uh, they frequently uh, fought with each other, uh, verbally and physically. And all this came to a head when they pushed me and, and my two boys here onto the longboat. It's the damnedest thing. I don't understand it. I have a question. Did you by any chance discover a piece of driftwood in the ocean before that happened? Driftwood? No. I'll describe it. No, no. Passed through a storm, anything that you can think of that happened shortly before? No, smooth sailing. Clear skies. No uh, other vessels for miles. Yeah. Now we did... Well, we did have a brief run-in with a, uh, a jagged form of reef that uh, broke off a, a decent section of the outer hull of the prosperous, but uh, other than that, it was uneventful. Mm. 
<laughs> uh, and how soon before the mutiny did that happen? That was early on in the voyage. I don't imagine uh, closer to uh, uh, closer to Waterdeep. Really, I would say a hundred miles off the south coast. Didn't damage your ship in any way, did it? Not substantially. Mostly cosmetic damage. We were able to uh, make sure that uh, leakage wasn't happening. Listen, uh, which one of you is the uh, captain? Uh, if, if I may. Um, leader, officer to officer. I need this ship back. Not only to protect my crew, to reinstate my honor and my duty. I'm willing to pay each of you a tidy sum if you help me recapture my ship. Define tidy sum. Well, I believe the treasury will uh, enable me to to give. How many of you are there? Surveys the boat. I'm not concerned with money. I will help you if the captain agrees. Five hundred gold pieces each. That seems to be our price. Mm-hmm. Will it slow our journey? Well, <clears throat> you'll have to find out. Looks at the captain. The captain. Uh, talks to one of the, the senior officers, gets an idea of roughly where they were headed. Uh, it's going to be a little bit off our beaten path. We'll still be heading in the direction of Port Nyanzaru, but uh, at a sort of a scant angle. How many days would it cost us? Looking at, uh, let's see, day and a half probably. How likely are we actually to find them at sea? Depends. If this prosperous is still intact, um, with the open waters being as they are, we should be able to spot them fairly easily. If it's not, well, who knows? <clears throat> Captain, does this seem like a reasonable deviation from our day and a half? We're already making good time. I don't see why not. The fella's in a bad state. He's paying us. Why not? I'd like to help this man if I could. Let him get his strength back. Now, <laughs> now let me be clear. I can, I can agree on behalf of my people and my sailors, but you, that's something you need to take up with uh, <clears throat> Wolf, was it? Like, like the captain here. Uh, I can't speak for you. Well, you've all been watered and fed. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to head back uh, down below deck. Uh, if there's anything further, uh, Mr. Ruddell, and points to uh, he's leaning over. Mr. Ruddell will be able to help him. Uh, I'll leave the lot of you to it. And she goes back down into her captain's quarters. Uh, brisk woman. Mm. Effective, though. Wait till you meet the first mate. <laughs> By the way, don't open the cargo. No, why, 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 why not? Those were the rules we were told. We, we are. We were told we had free said. run of the ship other than don't open the cargo. Unless if you want to be thrown overboard. Ship. Right. Well, I, I believe myself and my boys, will. we, we plan on uh, relaxing. And, uh, eating. Eating and drinking until we, uh, Taking until we feel better. <laughs> yes, please get your rest. <laughs> well, I... Uh, 
Jonathan, Angus, sort of sort of corrals them together. Let's head, let's head down to the cargo hold. Let's see what we can scrub up. Uh, thank, thank you again. One I'll thing. Stand and all each ration. What were much obliged. What is your crew outfitted with? How many how many crew are on board? What kind of weapons? Let's see. Uh, not including us. Thirty men and women. Thirty. Uh, Big ship. That's why we're being paid five hundred gold. Big ship. <laughs> A, a human crew, if that if that matters at all. Uh, let's see. Anyone who does magic? Cannons. Not that I'm aware of. Cannons, yes, yes. We have uh, well, we have a similar layout to your your ship here. We've got five port and starboard, uh, a little more uh, up to date cannons. But uh, how likely are they to shoot at us on approach? I don't bloody know. <laughs> what kind of ship is it? Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's uh, similar to this. It's a, uh, it's a sloop type vessel. With thirty people on it. Same manufacturer. <laughs> Same making model. They've got the twenty twelve edition. <laughs> they have the limited. Seats. They have the touring Ooh. edition. <laughs> they have a. Uh, they upgraded. It's a, it's similarly a sloop vessel, well, but it's, it's a deeper. <coughs> so they have, they have extra decks. Hmm. I, at least I believe so. This is a two-deck vessel, is it not? Yes. yes. Well, we should Hopefully we're faster. faster on yeah. the maneuverable ship. That will do as well. I'll leave it to the captain. Is the intention for us to keep most of the crew alive? Talking about the captain? Wait, Captain the Wolf. On the Prosperous. Captain Wolf, yeah. Well, I, ideally, yes. These people, I, I think, my, my crew ultimately are good folk. They're just, they're just the main instigator. Three years. Three years and they do this. Has there ever been any sign of discontent? Before? No, he said not one. Was there a main person leading the charge? It seemed to be mob rule. There didn't seem to be any clear leader. Were you doing anything unusual, like taking them someplace they didn't want to go? <laughs> well, I was whipping them regularly. No, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be it. No, we Throwing were overboard. <laughs> no, we were we were headed to uh, oh devil, what's the name of the place? Uh, uh, the the we'd, we'd just been in. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, yes. What, what's the what's the Port Yes, Nyanzaro. Yes, we were just there, and we were heading back to Waterdeep. Now, Did you take on any unusual cargo or passengers? No. Hmm. Our voyage was a fact-finding. No, I haven't the slightest idea why they would do this. I wouldn't put it past... I don't necessarily believe in such things. But if you've been a sailor as long as I have, you know there are certain dangers about the sea that can be seen with the naked eye. Whether this was magical or, or supernatural or, or superstitious or what, I don't know. But I can't think of anything mundane that would explain their behavior. Sounds like it might have been some sort of spell. Possibly, or divine intervention on one of the more chaotic or evil gods. Mm. Yeah, that's beyond my understanding. 
Perhaps there's talk up here. Yeah, if there's... Yeah. Perhaps Anyone we could do turn? some research into what kind of spells or deities would do this. Talk? Sure. Where's the library? Oh. <laughs> well, I was, I was hoping you were the library. Just here. <laughs> I'm not as well versed with the uh, deities of this realm. Magic, definitely. Well, perhaps we'll look this at is the magic. a single copy of High Times. <laughs> this isn't a library. <laughs> Within our limited means, we can attempt to divine what might have caused this. It's worth a try. It'd be good to know what we're dealing with before we get there. I'll, I'll aid you at my knowledge of deities. Okay, so the three of you are putting your heads together, trying to figure out, based on Captain I'm more Wolf's encouraging testimony. them to put their heads together, because um, <laughs> I'm not going to be a lot of help. Okay, well then the two of you. Sure. Well, <laughs> why don't you make me another religion check? You have, you have other things to do. You have and to you Wendy. make me an arcana I'm check. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> so Jason's I just making everyone hate 14, okay. <laughs> you can always try history. Uh, 22. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so... Um, Emmanuel, you know, sort of, with a kind of a some some cursory knowledge of of Umberly, that um, that the Umberly is mostly, in terms of her interaction with the mortal world, you know, with a non, you know, uh, godlike world. Uh, for the most part, it was Umberly manipulating the sea causing storms and tempests and whirlpools and, and that sort of thing. What is essentially what is essentially mind control perhaps here, or some kind of suggestion. Or madness. Or madness, right, um, is not usually under Umberly's purview. So this is a bit of an anomaly, at least from what you understand about Umberly. Now you, you realize that, okay, so some form of madness-causing magic could very easily take a whole crew, even half of the crew, and then the rest of it would spread almost mimetically out of, mentality. like, you know, the mob mentality and the rest of that. So it's entirely possible that someone could have just 15 people done it. A little bit of madness. Spread, some, yeah. there you go. spread a little bit of madness. A little bit of madness goes they could have over. just <laughs> met a priest or... <laughs> a priest on the ocean. They could have read a scroll. A, yeah. Or a book. Or... Um, Discovered some lost idol, or maybe there's any number of vessel for that sort of magic, or it's true. Potentially even a spirit of some sort. Probably got a cash, and we got part of it. Maybe. Maybe dragon poetry. Just a thought. I wouldn't imagine. It's like Vogon poetry. (laughs) Vogon poetry. Yes, very good. (laughs) How long until you shoot yourself out here? Okay, so that, that's what you're able to come up with. Just because, I mean, there's not, as, as you yeah. rightfully pointed out, there's not a lot of research opportunities mm-hmm. here on the boat. How so. would we protect ourselves from madness? Oh, I don't think you really could. Um, Get lucky. Have a strong constitution. Tin foil. That, that would be <laughs> tin foil, yes. Constitution. Rolled thin. <laughs> applied around one. Applied directly to forehead. <laughs> Uh, those of uh, strong will would probably be able to throw it off, but um, others, through just sheer survival instinct, would go along with it. Um, from that point of view, since we have a 
safe ship. We should be relatively safe from the uh, psychological effects. But aside from that, I think it's it's as simple as we should probably uh, not kill them. Here's my plan. <laughs> kill them all like gods, sort of. Let one of the gods, sort of. Maybe Umberly, who knows? Um, perhaps, perhaps the Raven Queen. <laughs> Send them to sea. Perhaps yeah, let the Raven Queen sort them out. Try to <laughs> knock them out until we can get the spell wares off. Or Potentially. If there's a source for the spell, we'd need to destroy that, usually through fire or some sort of ritual. That could be cleansed, and maybe that would break the, uh, the condition. If one of them is a magic caster, then perhaps they are the source of it. And, mm-hmm. um, they may be one to put down, as you suggest. I, however, I'm not sure if, how we would notice such a thing. The constant chanting. Perhaps. <laughs> not, not all spells continue with a, a chanting. Little. One of my spells is to hit us with a fireball. Sure. Ships and fireballs don't tend to get lost. We did say the these people are mad. Not with that attitude, they don't. <laughs> they swap the deck and then cut it with... Well, I guess some were cut it with resin on the outside, which makes them extra... Swap it with oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you the, the most flammable substance they could find. Pine yeah. resin. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> he knows what he wants. I don't have Attention. any. Attention. <laughs> All done. Now he just wants to. Okay. Anything further today? As the the, the captain and his, his senior officers head down into the deck, and they enjoy some rations and some well-deserved rest. Mm. Probably not. Um, changing probably for, to the next day what I've got prepared spell-wise. Oh sure. Yeah. You have plenty of time to do that. Mm-hmm. There's not much to do here at sea. Mm-hmm. Well, for everybody except Emmanuel. Right. <laughs> well, no, not you. Got to entertain yourself. Not much like <laughs> new who to do. Yeah, There's still, still some people plenty, left. Yes. Yes. As opposed to what to do. So okay. Learn new tricks. Plus, new people on board now. Then. Pretty weakened state, man. <laughs> That's what you bows. <laughs> Three more days pass. It's now ten days into what has become an eleven and a half day journey. Sure enough, um, Sailor in the Crow's Nest shouts out, Ship Ahoy! A big whistle. You can see in, in the distance, yeah, sure enough, awesome. there's a sloop-sized vessel floating in the middle of the ocean. Let's get the, what is his name, Wolf? Captain Wolf. Mm-hmm. Is this your I ship? The so you the, yeah. Spyglass! That's it. That's the Prosperous. Although I don't. Where's the bloody crew? Okay. As you, as the, a lot of you take a look at this vessel, like it's quite, still quite a ways away, but the spyglass is being passed around and everything. Sure mm-hmm. enough, it looks abandoned. It doesn't look like there's anybody on it. Do you think we could. So it's not moving with purpose, it's just kind of. No, it's just, it's just literally okay. sitting in the ocean. Okay. Yeah. Do you think we could catch up with. It doesn't look like it's boats? anchored, but it's, it's just drifting somewhere. What? Do you think we could catch up with it in a long boat? Send a little team to go on board? Who are you talking to? Captain Wolf. 
Well, it doesn't appear to be making uh, full speed, or any speed at all for that matter. It's not anchored, so given that we're perpendicular to it, uh, yes, I imagine you could get there in time. Let's do it. Let's do that. Okay, so who is getting aboard the one of the long boats? I know. Just everybody? Yep, yes. I think so. Very good. Island. Okay. Captain Wolf, do you want to? You were at least one of your men would be able to give us a better idea of the layout of... I don't know. If they see him, they might shoot at us. Hmm. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> so, he, so he sort of... He gets a grim face at that suggestion. And goes, <laughs> Angus, my boy, why don't, why don't you go? And so he straightens his, what's left of his uniform, basically. So it's been slightly patched and stitched with some, some rudimentary stuff below the blood deck. I'm getting new back. Yes, sir. Don't worry, Angus. I'll take care of you. Who are you? Just, you my know, Angus, Emmanuel. why don't you um, come sit over here? Just well, we're all going to be kind of cramped through. here in the boat. Uh, won't be cramped by That me. is not what I meant. He's recovering. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Give them you only had so many fluids. I traded goddamn So the lot of you, the six of you, so the five of you, including Angus, one of the senior I'm officers. I'm in medicine, so I know who's fit and who's not. <laughs> you all climb into the longboat. It's again, it's a little, it's a little cramped, but and with the oars, push your way. And a few minutes later, um, you come alongside this ship. There doesn't appear to be any sort of structural damage to the ship. It seems to be fine. But sure enough, as you're going closer and closer and you actually come along the side and sort of, you know, throw a rope up and sort of strap yourself against the side of the ship, nothing. Creaking, but nothing. No no crew chatter, no steps moving about. I'll go first. Um. I mean, I tried to stealth, but we just banged into the side of the boat, didn't we? (laughs) I don't do stealth. I do. And that's why I was saying I was going to go first. Not too bad. Say we can. Yeah. We're, we're stealthy. Except. Or you could have just like climbed up a, a part of it, like a spider climb. It's true. You you want to use that now? Salty scroll. No time like the present. I'm gonna say well, I probably have the, the scroll on me, so <laughs> I will just climb on up. Is there a point to being stealthy at this point? Probably, probably. Well, if there was anyone on board, if there was anyone on board the ship, it's likely that they've seen a longboat. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if there's really a point. I I say we just go. So I'll just go first. Ropes. You basically was it reverse rappel, (laughs) climb up, center the rope. Yep, climbing. If (laughs) (laughs) we've just invented a new word, make your way over deck. And sure enough, you, reverse see, repel, you see the um, the top deck repel. of the Prosperous laid out before you. Uh, you see this with the captain's wheel, these um, the cannons hereby. It looks like with some of some gold inlay and some red paint and everything. It looks like a like a fancy sort of naval mm-hmm. ship. If it weren't for the fact that littering the main deck, the top deck, are the bodies of sailors. Mm. Decomposed or? It looks like they they have decomposed some, like but now. in terms of like maybe a day or two, they're still 
They've been sort of sitting out here in the sun on top. Did I do a medicine check to try to find out more? Yes, please. I'm going to detect magic. Detect magic on what? Or just do it, just a ping? So that's a 19. Because it's a concentration, so... Just going to ping it? I mean... Going to take 10 minutes? Just cast. Yeah. I was just going to cast it because I don't know. Okay. We don't know how dead these things or mm-hmm. if they're going to stay dead. So. so, with a cursory check, you you look over. It looks like there are about twenty or so bodies on on the main deck, littering sort of the 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 top. Um, you can see on a cursory examination of their wounds and everything like that, and their pallor and so on. It looks like the majority of them, at least, you're taking a sort of a a wide, a broad, a broad yes here. The majority of them probably died about a day ago, and most of them have been. Um, it looks like severely. There's severe lacerations on all of them, um, across the neck and the face, the chest, the legs, deep enough to sort of like cause significant blood loss and and and, and trauma. The neck's pretty bloody. Necks, something legs, sharp all or something. Looks like something vaguely sharp. It's kind of a jagged kind of cut. Hmm. Well, this isn't all the crew, but no. most of it. But it looks like these people died about a day ago. The last person to yeah. come over the side is, of course, Senior Officer Angus, and he he immediately turns green and. I go to easy. Sorry. Yes, kind of understand. Kind of pain the boat. Yeah, what? He makes his way over to the to the back side and sits on a barrel and just tries to avoid his you know avert his eyes. Okay. Before I cast detect magic, I'm going to go explore the other two decks and see if there's a particular thing that looks out of place. Okay. You make your way down to the next deck. Cool. This way. I'll follow behind. So you see there's similar cargo areas, even a, a sort of sleeping quarters here. There's the captain's tent. As you're making your way through, captain's cabin, I should say. As you're making your way through, you see um, there are another six bodies okay. around this area, yeah. mostly clustered around um, near near the, the staircases downward and the ladders and so on, so it looked like... They'd perhaps fallen, or they had gone down there and not gotten very far. Um, similar uh, wounds. Top, does it look remaining. like they might have been running from something? I think so. Do they have their weapons out? Or Yes. Okay. So they were fighting. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Well, now I don't feel so bad about trying to take their boat back. Anything amiss? Right. I have a passive perception of 14. Minutes. No, you make your way down to the third deck, and everything looks, you know... Nothing looks disturbed, with the exception of these bodies and the occasional sort of knocked-over barrel or something nearby a body. So Twenty-six it, bodies so far? Yes. Yep. So oh. we don't find the other four. There are four missing. <clears throat> is there cargo secure? Cargo seems fine, yeah. Cargo is is in place. Um, none of the crates or the barrels appear to be opened. It's all just sitting there. Does it look to be like drag marks or anything that seems to be like blood trailing? Um, not down here. Go back but up you can to check the top. Do you want to investigate the top deck? <clears throat> 13. You see one particularly gnarly looking streak uh, heading off 
uh, to the side and over this sort of railing area here. Overboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks like they may have jumped ship. So that's 27. So it could be a body or it could be something they wounded. I will say that, Angus, is there anything you weren't telling us? None of this adds up. You see him sort of, he's still swallowing hard. I've been with Angus this whole time. If if there was 27, that includes the three... And I told him what I found out with my... Crew that... No, he said 30 plus. Plus? I don't... I don't understand. I said about 30. At least he's shell-shocked. I don't know about Captain Wolves. Is there anyone new on the crew? Anyone... Perhaps from Chult. No. All from the Sword Coast area. Pick up any stowaways? No. These are all men I I served with. Men and women I I, I knew. Excuse me. I'll go ahead and cast Detect Magic. Okay. You cast Detect Magic. Nothing. What about... So the one longboat that the captain and Angus and the other guy were in, is there any is, is anything else missing? Like, did, did they have more than one longboat? Oh, so I see. So you want to check this? Uh, so I, Angus Take sort of unsteadily gets up and checks. Uh, well, one of the longboats is missing. We had two. We took the one with ca- ca- Captain Wolf and the rest of us, but the other one isn't here. I'm not Are sure. we near land at all? No. So there might be another longboat with a few survivors around somewhere. Or they took a longboat to get to another ship. It was waiting for them. I don't know, this is all very weird. Yes. So, <laughs> Angus takes a, takes a position uh, sort of against the railing and tries to steady himself because he feels sick again. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, the, the carnage here seems to suggest otherwise, but there could be survivors. If we work fast, we can... And then you see him basically get ripped um, over the railing and into the ocean by what looked like a, a sort of a greenish blur. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was thinking. You hear the, you hear the sound of water. <laughs> a scream. Cut, cut short. By water. Water. Wand out. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what did we see? It was like a tentacle or it was like a... It, was, it moved pretty fast. It looked like a sort of a greenish... Based on the shape and everything like that, maybe a tentacle, maybe? Okay. Some kind of long limb of some kind? Grabs, yanks him off of the ship and into the ocean. Only pictures. I'm going to... They've got sails up, right? Yeah, the sails are still up. Alright, so I'm going to climb up where I can get a better vantage point and not get grabbed by whatever's down there and take out my longbow and see if I can get a look at what the fuck grabbed Angus. Okay, give me a perception check. Okay. You have advantage because there's an obvious like ripple effect on the water. Like, well, that's that's where Angus went. That's that's near us. Yeah. Uh, perception, you said. Perception. Nineteen. Sure enough, you see. So you're taking a look at that area. There's. Oh, excuse me, eighteen. I'm sorry. Oh, well, in that case, you can see. <laughs> you see um, water being disturbed, thrashing about. Uh, you see um, what looks like signs of a struggle. And you can see very quickly Angus resurfaces, and you can see that there is this green uh, tentacle-like um, 
limb, basically, wrapped around, almost like a like a cobra, basically, around Angus's body and like. Can I, being, can I take a shot at it without yeah, hitting Angus? Yeah, if you want to. You can try. You will be at disadvantage on the attack, though. Okay. <clears throat> I'll throw Angus a rope. Just less than the tentacle. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Now we're crossing okay. eroticus. Yeah. So you let, you let loose an arrow. It manages to find purchase in, in this sort of green tentacle thing. And you see that in reaction, the, the, the tentacle, um, it takes the arrow. You can see there's a clear splash of what looks like sort of greenish, viscous fluid out of it. And then you see that it actually contracts. Damn it, it was supposed to let go! <laughs> and very quickly you see, you see Angus, um, who's struggling. You, you, you see his sort of face go red and purplish, and suddenly he goes limp. In the body, and then it, it, the, the the tentacle starts to drag him down. Is it close to the ship? Yes, it's about yay here. I will put this gentleman. Well, no. I will put this gentleman. From on top where I am, I'll just shout down what I see and what it is, and that may, perhaps we should just vacate and run from this thing because I don't know that we can fight it. I don't suggest getting on the water. Very, qu- very quickly, the whole boat Uh-oh. rocks to port. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You have a sort of you've got to grab sort of nearby <laughs> pieces of the cannon and the, the steering wheel and everything to try to steady yourselves. Cool. Roll initiative, please. I'll just going to say, here's the problem, though. Can any of us sail a ship? No. <laughs> so. Can't sail a ship. We're not... We should not get on the longboat. No. no. Initiative. Now we have to figure out if we can't... 21. Right. All right, so 21 for yep. Ruby. Yep. 21. 16. For Doctor. <clears throat> 16, you said? Mm-hmm. Very good. Lionel? Jesus. Eight. Eight. Manuel? Also eight. Eight. Uh, Pierre? With advantage, I have seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Hold a one and a four. Yeah, you know. Sometimes I... Oh, wait. Uh, no. Plus one. What, what do I think I was a plus one? Uh, so you have a seven? I'm a ten. ten oh, one. nice. Stop bragging. I'm a 10. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't got for me yet. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just out out of her (laughs) league. She's too self-conscious. Okay, so please, place yourselves on the deck of the ship. Please stop playing the deck. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I climbed probably up here-ish? Dead center. Yeah? So I don't have a Yeah, you're on the mast there. I don't have a deck save, so I probably got thrown back by the other side of the ship. It wasn't a big rock, but it was enough to, to move the boat to the point where, you know, you was had to it steady yourself. that I probably shifted and dug into the mass with yes. my claws? Yeah. Okay. Not enough to toss you off the side, but... Yeah, but I got an eight deck, so... Well, I mean, you, you fell into the side of the boat, like, yeah. into the railing, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, Ruby, you're actually up first. I'm going to take another shot at it with my longbow. Okay. 
Am I still at disadvantage? No, you were just trying to avoid I killing Angus. Right? <laughs> uh, 18. 18, that's a hit. I took the archery feat, so now I, or the archery nice. thing, fighting style, so now I get a plus two. That accuracy. Yeah. Wow, okay, that's, um, I add my dex to damage? Yep. Yes. So, ten damage. Ten damage. Ten piercing damage. Okay. All right, another. You see the the arrow shoot through the water, break the tension, and then you see another sort of um, cloud of, of brackish greenish uh, viscous substance appear on the surface of the water. Has anyone said we're gonna need a bigger boat yet? <laughs> so I, there's still time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then it's uh, talk to. Okay. I probably move over to get a view of the edge. So where are you, Tactic? Yep. This here? Dwarf. Yep. Here. Short work. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Right there? Yeah. And then Toll the Dead. Toll the Dead. Okay. So what does that mean? It needs to make a wisdom save. Wisdom. Throw. Thank you. Don't wisdom worry. Wisdom save. The speed of sound through water is even faster. Mm-hmm. More particles, dinner. Roll the seven. I got it. <laughs> so they take one necrotic damage. <laughs> nice. So just like from let that, that roll over. It's so close. Got a loud, the, the loud bells, it recoils. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't so bad. <laughs> you good? It's like I like the song. <laughs> okay, then uh, Lionel and Emmanuel. I think Lionel would go first out of that. So. Have my short bow. Take a shot. Okay. From where you are, or are you going to move to the side of the bow? Uh, probably from where I'm at. Okay. I uh, a 25, 24 to hit. 24? Yeah, that hits. Absolutely. Talk is probably not, quote, within five feet. Probably not. No. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. All right. Very good. Next we have Emmanuel. Do you And I move closer to the edge of the deck. That's you? Yeah, closer to it. So diagonally as possible. And I want to get as close to the thing as I can. So if I can get to the other side. Oh, I see. Maybe... Twenty-five. Yeah. No. Sort of on the on railing there, on the staircase. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a javelin at it. Okay. Nice. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. Thirteen. Thirteen is a miss. So the javelin goes wide and splashes into the ocean. Should have tied a rope around it. Poor guy. That takes time, though. <laughs> Pierre. Alright, so as a bonus action, I'll give it my hunter's mark. Okay, nice. it is marked. Fire uh, with a. Um, is it active? That's uh, a miss. 11. Yeah, and 11. That's a miss. Another arrow. Yes, technically. Into the water. You see this, this thing surface for the first time. Oh boy. You see. Um, give me just a minute. 
See, it takes up food room. Let's get a picture in picture. Unfortunately, I can't do a picture in picture. One day. But I can do uh, this, Brian. Banana bread, my weakness. <laughs> I'm not intentionally making weakness. <laughs> you see well, this? Clearly, most foods are my you weakness. You see this being? <laughs> oh, looks a little extra slimy. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Little, yeah, like, it's very good banana bread. <laughs> little like made in this. This being surfaces. No. Now you don't. Now you want to be my friend because I have banana bread. <laughs> uh-huh. It's still warm too. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. Just saying. Zooming in hats. Thanks. Half the reason Jason puts up with me is because I make things. Banana bread? So, well, no, not banana bread, but other things. Pies. Pies, <clears throat> specifically, yes. The food I he just, doesn't I share I just with need to guys. find a woman who likes to clean. I don't mind doing the cooking. I'm no good with the cleaning. If I find that, I'm in good shape. Okay. So this thing surfaces and climbs the side of the boat. Oh, that's why I'm uh, up there. Lands itself on this uh, upper deck area here. And uh, let's see. Would you say it's large? It's large. Yes. <laughs> it's indeed large. And it is actually going to whip out one of its uh, horrifying tentacles and try to slap Emmanuel. Half the time when my mother tries to say tentacles, she says testicles. Testicles, (laughs) Glad you didn't say it flashes out with his testicles. 19. Yes, that is. Sounds like Okay, so you would take... No, multiple dice, not good. Yeah. It's a heavy hitter. 11 bludgeoning damage. Non-magical. It is non-magical. Now just angry. (laughs) Leaves angry. Alright, I'm done with you. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know you don't have like any. Touch of magic. I hear you necrotic damage. So you are now grappled. Mm. No, hold on. Let's see if the second attack hits. It does. So it tries to swab you once, twice with these big, sort of tentacly kind of uh, appendages. So tentacles. Ten more bludgeoning damage. Yikes. Ooh. Are you still up? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. And you're now grappled as this thing, well, much, because much like Angus, feet. sort of curls yeah, curls around you. It's a good thing. Okay. Especially at low level. Ruby. Which make that, That'd be like the one asterisk to Varen human. I'd be like, just I cuss as best I can this. in my shifted form and take another shot at it. Level minimum. Oh, that was not good. That was a 12. 12? Mm-hmm. Miss. Goes wide. Well, I could Talk make an unarmed okay. bonus strike, but I'm not going to because I'm not getting down. Caesar being grappled. Um, Emmanuel's being grappled right now. I, I, Constricted by this thing. I think we're going to start by backing up uh, 25 feet. 10, 15, 20, 25. Leveling the wand at it and trying Fireballed. to. Fireball! <laughs> yeah, poof! Fireball, yeah. Yep. Going the for which bolt. Ship which bolt it is. Yep. Okay, and that is a, a plus four, so that is a 15 to hit. 15 hits. All right. Time for another d12. Come on, lightning damage. Seven. Seven lightning damage? Yep. Dave, roll it just looks good okay. on that. So just, I, need to, I need to get better rolls out of these. So just pulling a full Emperor Palpatine from that oh. distance. <laughs> <laughs> 
unlimited power. So this this lightning arcs out of your hand, shoots into this weird seaweed green moundish creature. Hmm takes the lightning, and you can see that inside, whatever is filling the mound, this sort of seaweed, greenish sort of color, starts to like undulate and pulp a little bit, mm. and you can see that whatever small wounds were on the mound seal up. No! Oh. <laughs> lightning bad! Not good, not good. We're gonna stop that. <laughs> I'm gonna unconcentrate that. Lionel. I'm going to drop my bow, take take my Jin out, run up. Would and lightning heal a sea creature? That just makes no sense. To, yeah, <laughs> try, try, ever try to get like one of the tentacles. If it was powered by the lightning, yeah. Holding yeah. okay, okay. brought to life by the lightning, perhaps. Give my creature Give life. Frankenstein of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What did I do? Wow. Like chicken of the sea, but Frankenstein. <laughs> Twenty-three hits. So deal damage. <laughs> just a big tuna. <laughs> Okay, well, that's 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage, okay. Take my bonus action to disengage. Because of, um, because of Lionel's strike, um, next turn, when your turn comes up again, you can make the escape check at advantage. Good. That's right, I'll give it a go. Okay, and you were going to disengage? Where? <clears throat> Just move back. Here? Yeah. Or to where you were? Basically. Because if, okay. if it's like 25 feet, that's... Alright, uh, speaking of which, Emmanuel? Alright, let's try that escape check. Escape at advantage. Athletics or acrobatics? Athletics. Ooh, a natural no. 20. <laughs> you don't need yeah. to look under the wrapper. Nice. 25. So that, so that slash of Lionel's was enough to oh, like... Oh, it's two of them. Wow. Nice. <laughs> to break some of the fibrous tissue on this thing. That's and you were able to sort of like uh, burst out of it, you know, uh, strong arm the way out of it. And so now you are free. The tentacle just explodes. No. Now, escaping from a grapple is it's not an action. It's not an action? Isn't it? Depends. It, 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 it says at, at yeah, the beginning of the turn. Usually it is a full action. But it usually depends on like the creature. Yeah. In this in this case, it's an action it to, to get rid of. Yeah. But but you are free. Got a bonus action. It it wasn't one of those things where like at the start of your turn you have an opportunity. Yeah. You just yeah. straight up escape from the grapple if you want. Yep. So. Okay. Bonus you're just grappled, you're not immobilized. Um, bonus action perhaps, or what do you want? Uh, Shield of faith is bonus action. Shield of faith is yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, I'll cast Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith it is. Okay, Pierre. Okay. It's delected. Now it's doing what I want it to do. So I will drop Not my bow. Not strangling a manual? <laughs> Shield of Faith is a bow. Drop my bow. All right. Um, draw both my rapiers. That's you, right? Which, yep. And hopefully I can get there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. There we go. And... Uh, I will attack. Okay. <laughs> Six. Miss. Aww. The dice and, level. Uh, yep. Can always reroll. Nope, that's not food. That is not for puppy. And a 14. 14 is also a miss. Well, 
That's all I can do. Well, we know what it takes <laughs> to hit it, at least. Uh-huh. Slash, that slash, as this thing whips around. Uh, if we roll the 15? Yep. Mm. I rolled a 15 on my... Uh, roll a d4. Say, yeah, 15 hits. Yep. So I rolled a 15 as well. Two. Okay. Now that you have... You got yourself out of the, the grapple. You find that um, your weapon is still lodged inside of the sea, this this creature's body. I didn't attack it. That's what I'm saying. Like somehow, it kept it. Which it, weapon? It kept. Uh, what, what was your main weapon? What did you have on your? I had a great sword, a long sword, and javelins. Your long sword is still attached to this creature. Hmm. Very it's still at its sheath, just like. Okay. Just ripped off your belt. Draw it from it. The creature then attempts to slam you, Pierre. Sure. I'm right there. Might as well. It's going to take advantage to do so. Alrighty. That first attack. 25. Yeah, that'll hit. Jesus. Okay. 10 bludgeoning damage. Alright. And then we've got a regular second second slam. Twenty one. That also hits. Twelve bludgeoning damage. Uh, what was the first? Uh, wait, Ten. Yeah. Twelve, you said? Yes. Yeah, that went right through all of my temporary points and almost all of my regular. <laughs> you are now grappled. Sure. This thing now constricts itself around you. So next, uh, my next character, I'm thinking of the paladin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ruby, you back up. <sighs> I'm just gonna take a look at it. I'm relatively safe up here. I'm keeping my little furry ass up here. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is a hit. How many? Very good. The answer is always grab. Leon, hush. Four damage. Four damage. Leon. All right. A solid hit. Uh, talk to I quickly looking around on the deck for some lightweight objects. Lightweight um, objects? Yeah. Like how, how lightweight are we talking? One to five pounds. I have a cannonball. Probably you know, <laughs> 10, 15. I mean, yeah, it depends on the size. Might be able to get away with some of the grape shot. But, yeah. Yeah. Grape shot? There's some grape shot on board. Yeah. Okay. You can use that. We're going to use the catapult spell to cool. launch a little bit of that grape shot at this thing. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw DC 12. On a success, it takes half damage. So I know wish you had a hand grenade to use the catapult spell. Nice. Yeah. I, I know what the scaling spell of that is. Is the trebuchet. <coughs> it rolled an 18. Okay, so it takes half of 15. Excuse me, a 17. So half of 15 is... Bludgeoning damage. Okay, so this thing, you know, sort of catapult this grape shot, and sure enough, it bludges, bludgeons, bludgeons the creature. I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> bludgeons the creature, and you can see a large sort of wet chunk sort of pops off of this creature. And it spontaneously lets me go. <laughs> well, you, you will have advantage yeah, to, to get out. Cool. Uh, Lionel. Oh, well, take a stab. Uh, Literally? Yeah. <laughs> Get in there. 
point with the pointy end. I assume you're gra- we'll probably getting like, on one of those, get those on the barrels. barrels. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't be able to reach them. <laughs> yeah. From so Alex Hobb, I stab at Go for the ankles. Concord, my step. 17? Does it have ankles? 17's a hit. I don't know. It might be cankles. Has no ankles. Cankles? No cankles. Just stick Cankle. legs. Yeah. Just More like trunks, Ooh, if you will, for okay. legs. Yeah. Oh, wow. So elephant. One off max. Uh, nice. 16. 16 damage? Yep. 16 slash. Alrighty then. You might not die. I'm just like, you might not. Just At least getting, not all of us. Just getting the Achilles, <laughs> if it has one. Oh, all right, very good. You can't get any closer to me. No. Uh, manual. All right, I'm going to take advantage on this shot. Okay. We're now at four red, two green. Okay, that's a 23 to hit. 23 hits, absolutely. Okay, and I'm going to smite it. Well, of course. Because that's it. You have to. But it, don't worry, it's, it's thunder smite where it's like lightning. No. <laughs> no, it's radiant damage. <laughs> that would be yeah. fun. Woo! Leon, hush. Where to fucking go? So, 10, 13 slashing and 7 radiant. 13 slashing and 7 radiant. Okay, so this thing takes against. So, what, what are you using? Your greatsword? Yes, no one does. Greatsword out. <laughs> Holy light. This thing takes a huge sort of gash across its chest. Uh, there's a there's this almost arterial spray of that brackish greenish liquid out of this out of this mound creature, and you see it takes a heavy blow. It actually drops Pierre. Yay! Hey, cool. Two good hits. Speaking, Speaking of which, Pierre. Fine hits. Speaking of which, I'm gonna try to hit it again. Uh, Twenty-three. That's a hit. Everybody's rolling hot now. Does he have a missing rapier or? I didn't. It just let go of me. No, because it just let go. Uh, That is. Uh, 13 piercing. 13 piercing damage. And then attack it again. Oh, well, that's a 9. (laughs) 9 is a miss, unfortunately. That's a (laughs) 9. We got some translation. But I felt good about that first. Okay, uh, alright, now it's the creature's turn. Leah! Creature moves. Let's see. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> it, however, reaches over the side and tries to grab you, Lyle. So, two, two slam attacks. That is a 18 to hit. Oh, oh hit. Jeez. Let me do this next one. That also hits. Alright, we need to ban. Lose those dice. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> so that's Hide them. eleven bludgeoning damage, okay. and then the second hit is nine bludgeoning damage. Jesus. That's why I'm on the mask because I only have twenty hit points. Yeah. Oh, if I hadn't taken temporary hit points, that and because both attack attacks hit, you're grabbed. Is it, so it's grabbing an unconscious body. Just a, oh, so okay. Well, Very good. Since we have the same hit points, I have twenty also. It's just. So you, no resistance. it's now basically like wrapped around you horizontally and it's like carrying a burrito, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it burrito. doesn't have like a like a, a lawn chipper for stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not yet. Oh, like no, the wood no, chipper from Fargo. That would be kind of cool. Uh, that seems to happen to all my hands. Ruby, Ruby. It's a rite of passage mm. into or, hell. Or, or was that a, <laughs> a family tradition? Yeah, I think that's 21. 
Twenty-one to hit. That hits. Nice. Yeah, that might have been. Seven damage. Seven damage. Alright. Another solid hit. This thing is now actively leaking this brackish green fluid and it looks leaking pretty through. pretty rough. Dory does. We really need to Talk get to, to let go of Just like last time. Lyle. Roll a twenty on my death save. There you go. You'll be fine. Alright, we're going to approach within twenty. Okay. And then draw a dagger, throw a dagger. Very good. Yep. It's like take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, plus four on top of that. Seventeen. All right. Cool. Seventeen. That is. All right. Lance doesn't have food either. The food oh, is fairly nice. close to him. Uh, yeah. ten piercing damage with that sneak attack. Ten piercing damage. Very good. So this dagger flies through the air, embeds itself in this uh, in this creature's. Sort of head area. It's hard to tell because it's just this general faceless hmm. blob. M- mess of seaweed and yeah. other things. Another sort of <laughs> spurt of this brackish green fluid. Uh, Lionel. Make a death save. That's a fail. Alright. Congratulations. Oh. No dying yet. No. Manual. How come this character sheet only has fails and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because it was the other system. It's Stop! The pe- it's the pessimist character sheet. Okay, so <laughs> there is only do. Can you touch him or something? I don't know what else to do. Let's go rub. Okay, that's a twenty to hit. Twenty hits. Come here. So that is ten slashing. Ten slashing. Come here. Very good. Another heavy hit with the the great sword. One of the tentacles actually comes off. Nice. <laughs> Flops onto the deck with a wet thud. Pierre. All right. Stop. Uh, that's a that's a miss. I'll take your word for it. That's also a miss. All right. A five and a three. The sea creature whips back at you. Only has the one tentacle, so it makes the one attack. <clears throat> it's however going to take this with advantage. Oh, thank you. That is a 25. Oh, yeah, that hits. He's going down. 13 bludgeoning damage. I'm down. Down, but not dead. Yeah, All right. That's not quite enough. Ruby, you're back up. So, both Lionel and Emmanuel are dead. But the the, uh, creature here... Looks Real? pretty pretty beat up. It's bleeding profusely, and it's lost one of its limbs. Let me take advantage with this. Wait, so so how could how could it attack if it's got one limb with me and one of them's gone, or does it have like three limbs? I assumed it had like eight. It has multiple okay. limbs. Okay. I'm gonna take advantage with the. Fortune. Oh sure, yeah. Thank Christ, I did. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Come on. Nine damage. Nine, Nine damage. Very good. But is it enough to kill it? Talk to it. <laughs> oh, that would be enough. I use like dagger number two. <laughs> Last of the daggers. Ooh, no, that's that's a one. You can roll again if you wish. Yeah, let's do that. That that seems worth it. That's a three. So seven. Rolling like I am. Seven misses. Unfortunately. Another dagger just sails by, 
You hear a distant splash. <laughs> so one, one of my favorite magical items was a returning dagger. Lionel. That's good. Do not roll a one. Just use it on a barbarian. You are now, like, unconscious on top of these barrels. <laughs> Ten, so that's a save, right? Yep. yep. Just. Yes. Yeah, it's that 55% chance. Alright. So I can... Manual. Save, please. I can die, or I can keep. That's a fail. Yikes. Very close to a bad Ooh, a yes. bad time. Here. Alright. <clears throat> uh, 14. A miss. And a 19. That's a hit. I did come prepared with my other character. That's fine. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, Just have 11 all three piercing. Four rangers. 11 piercing. You should have multi-class okay. ranger. Oh, two roads. Another two heavy. Rangers. Yeah. Spray of brackish fluid. You're now being coated in this. Well, I mean, if I die. It's all good. The ocean's right there. <laughs> <laughs> take a quick take dip. A, take a dunk. Just take a dip. <laughs> this thing attempts to grab you. So it's going to do an athletics check. And you get to resist. It's going to take advantage of it. Acrobatics, yeah. Probably an acrobat. You're already in jail. It has rolled a twelve. Twelve. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna take advantage. Okay. I rolled a. I rolled shit. I rolled an eleven. Okay, so it beats you by one. So it, with its remaining limb, wraps around you, grabs onto you. All right. So it's done that, and it, it takes you and just. Oh no. Walks off the side of the ship. Fuck me. Can I still get a shot off before it leaves? No, it's not your turn. It's my turn next. Well, this, the sea monster's still. God damn it. So this thing, <laughs> it hits water. Now you can do it. But you see that Pierre is wrapped up with this, so I'm this creature's. Take disadvantage is, is it also me? Or? No, you've been let go. Okay. Do I take disadvantage then? Yes. Because that's been kind of bad. Well, thank God I rolled a natural 20 and a 15. There we go. That's still 22. 22, that hits. Yes. Roll for damage. Using your, using your short bow or longbow, right? Longbow, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to fucking hit it with anything. Uh, that's 7 damage. All right. Again? This thing sails like within a, like a hair's width of your head. <laughs> and suddenly you feel this massive sort of pressing weight that was curling around you. Go lift. Okay, that's and you see the creature slowly fall under the depths. I, with, well, I'm, I've shifted back probably at this point. It's been longer than a minute. So I scamper back down the mast, throw out a rope for you to climb back up, and then... We should see. still have the one from the longboat, I guess. Okay, cool. Well, then scamper up the rope. I'll hold on to yeah. it. And then okay. go see to my allies. Well, that's the same. Yeah, get them first. I'll just climb up. Okay. Because they're, they're still in death row. That's in death all right, I'll cast. Who work? Who looks worse? <laughs> I'll cast cure wounds on the paladin because if she's up, she can help to get him yes. up. Yep. Like, huh? <laughs> so uh, cure wounds. I don't have the book. It's D eight. D eight plus my or caster stat. Yeah. Oh, cool! I'm glad I rolled a one. Uh, so it's three. Good enough. But you're not dead. Yeah, so conscious. He's good. So I go over and pop you with one. Just one hit point. Yeah. yeah. So you're just you're up. Now, when Emmanuel says "pop you," <laughs> no, just, just, a, just a nice butt pad. Get in there. Be he. Punch right in the face. A healing punch. All right. 
So the lot of you who did not join the corpses aboard the Real Prosperous. fucking close, guys. It's that, a little strange. That took everything we had. Mm-hmm. This thing sunk below the depths. And Pierre, you're still... So you've uh, got, gotten up the rope there and you're back on the ship. we got our two friends. You still got all the acre off. I know, right? Unless you're cleaner. Why is there so much torn flesh when that creature just hit it with its... Very sticky. With... Okay. But it's pretty clear that the creature is not what caused this cat to crude mutiny either. I wouldn't imagine. It doesn't seem that... Didn't seem that magical. But it is certainly what killed the crew. Right. It could be a servant of what did. That's true. I think I'm going to uh, take a look at their cargo. See if there's anything of interest that they didn't know about, or uh, well, simply things worth salvaging at this point. Captain Wolf may yeah, want to have a say in what we do with that. I know. I, I'm not sure there's much he's, he's going to be able right? to do with a crewman for this ship, though. That's a good point. <laughs> there wasn't a prohibit... There was no... Prohibition? Prohibition <laughs> against opening this cargo. <coughs> Explicitly. Alright, so with those mysteries still in place, uh-huh. we're done for today. Alright. Survived another <laughs> and we're fairly close to the shores of Troll. Yes, really, about a about a day and a half mm-hmm. away. Also, you guys are level three now. Congratulations! Hey. Oh, hey. excellent. Level three? Yeah. yeah. Good to go. It's wizard time. For a little inside baseball, that was a CR five guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that, felt that like was it. rough. <laughs> well, we have a party of five, so that would be a admittedly a very challenging fight. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So there we are. You're very close to Chilt, and you have technically recovered the Prosperous. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the crew is very dead. Mm-hmm. The, yes. the ship has a captain and nothing else. Mm-hmm. The ship has a captain and one senior officer. Oh, that's right. He's the yep. one who stayed behind. Johnson. Yep. They're not sailing that ship back. No. So that's why I figure we might as well look at the cargo and... Yeah, I think we see what's worth moving over. Yeah. All right. Which might or might not be worth more than five hundred pieces each. <laughs> we took the better deal. We're not stealing the car there. No, we, we're just seeing no, what's we're in salvagers. it. No, moving it up on top. That so is it the same be, thing. Yeah, so it can be transferred over. This is not that character. That is <laughs> the same thing. Proactive salvaging. <laughs> right. Wait. The crew is dead. You know, they I, mutinied, so he lost possession of the ship. I'm thinking of it from the point of view of we're probably going to transfer it over either way. I don't think we're transferring much over because. Also, is he still going to pay us? Well, they'll pull over the whole ship. Mean, the cargo, the cargo is worth more than 500 gold pieces each. Yeah. We got that wonderful top deck to fill up with stuff. So I, so I, I, that creature that you just fought yeah. mm-hmm. uh, was from uh, the infamous adversary's book uh, from the DM's Guild that I contributed a monster to. I thought oh, I yeah. right. sort of cool. a, a plug for this. Which you can buy at dmsguild.com. <laughs> yes, you can, right now. Um, it is the, it was the Sea Ambling Mound. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Because it did, it did have that shambling mound look to it. Right. I like that it had an elemental effect. Yes, lightning just, absorption. Yeah. Aside from just, eh, you just kind of ignore yeah, something. You don't always see like absorptions or like resistances. Yeah. So this creature is interesting in that, in that, it, it, you know, so it tries to slam you twice, and if both attacks hit, you're grappled, and then it tries to engulf you, and then once you're engulfed, it tries to drown you. 
Right. Oh, yeah. So it's fun at parties. Mm -hmm. Also, it had those things like lightning absorption, which I mentioned, where it directly heals. No, lightning damage. Also, um, whenever a grappled character manages to escape of their own volition, right, not just get dropped, um, they roll a d4, and on a roll of one or two, the mound manages to keep a weapon or other visible object inside its body. Mm. Yeah, that's that was a particularly. Uh... So it, it took that long sword to the bottom of the sea, I guess. Yes. Oof. Yeah. Well, Unless you want to go looking for it. I'm sure you can get one. Have a got a diving bell? Or? <laughs> no, I never planned on using that one. So no, you, only if you had, like, you had to use one hand mm -hmm. and something else. God forbid you have a shield or a torch. I just like the coffee. slow. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep Slowly going unless you stop me. This is this yeah. yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I'll uh, bring a mini next. Or I'll bring a bunch of minis. Yeah, please. Now, now that we have. A... <clears throat> Speaking of which, how was the how was the display? Yeah, that was very cool. Great. I really I liked it. it. I only recommendation be just a sharper contrast for the grid, but that's more. Well, that was just the map. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's only so much I could do with it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, great. Now that that actually convinced me that uh, yeah, that's a thing you want. Third level. Yeah, so you're all third level now. Um, Another spell. So how did you so how did you feel about the first part of Strike the Colors? I mean, like it so far. Yeah, we're getting yeah. we're getting some high seas hijinks. <laughs> this is a good way to like get that intro instead of trying to. Work around in Chult. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a, it's an easy way to. I mean, you're you're sailing ten days to Chult. There's gonna be some weird shit happening in the meantime. Yeah. Okay. And it allows you to buff up a little bit so that when you do hit Port Yanzaro, you're not just yeah. Weenie Hut Juniors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good probe. Yeah. yeah. It also introduces oh, you to. That. I mean, <laughs> Captain Ordeme and the Brazen Pegasus oh, are, yeah. are, yeah. are straight are straight from the book. I mean, they yeah, they are one of the regular. Um, Regular ships making landfall on on important zero. Yeah, just be able to like introduce characters a little bit slowly, so you're yeah. not like, lost. Not overwhelmed, right? Yeah. 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 I was a little worried at that CM like mound fight, but mm -hmm. uh, you guys you guys managed to turn it around. Yep, one it's of those where I see there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Then we, then we started like pounding hot. I think I only hit twice. Six attack. I managed to hit quite a bit. It'll never happen again. <laughs> if I get hit, I actually do quite a bit of damage. Yeah. With the Hunter's Mark. Mm, yeah, the extra D6. Hunter's Mark, we got some rogues. Yep. Okay. Any, big fuck -off sword. <laughs> any, <laughs> any suggestions other than to get fewer dogs? Than <laughs> 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 to own fewer dogs? I mean, like that, we're kind of me. meeting NPCs, getting to know people. Um, yeah, no, currently no other. Comments, right? Yeah, as long as you guys are enjoying it, that's yeah. Yeah. not too many words. Great. Looking forward to getting to Chult. Yep. Getting yeah, which will be soon. Yeah, you guys are pretty close. And yeah. then dying in the jungles. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. Yes. Yeah. That's a requirement. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. I just, you mentioned uh, going through December. I'm hoping we're able to keep going after that. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. I just I wanted to. I only said that because, you know, once, once the new year starts, the scheduling yep. gets kind of weird, but. Yeah, I, I plan to see this all the way through, so I want to, you know, do the whole full the full adventure. So. Remember the last time we had a creature that absorbed magic? Mm -hmm. Did the fire one from Valerian Chronicles, and it made it even larger. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's always good. Oh, it it, 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 it got it bigger. Uh, 
It's like, oh! Well, that's uh, fun. Uh-oh. We, 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 because they're made of like trees, they're you know leafy. Fire, they're, yeah, it makes sense. Fire, <laughs> of course. That's what that's what you get for your Pokemon logic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Magic don't care about that. Does its own thing. I can't remember. I can't remember. Was that me who cast the magic card? No, it was uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Oh, and it was a chaos bolt too, was wasn't chaos. it? Yeah. That's why it was like, oh, luckily. oh random, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You randomly random happened to hit the. Uh, yeah. Oh, it gets bigger. <laughs> that was good. All right. Well, we're gonna do the same time uh, next week. Next week. Okay. Yeah. There shouldn't be any. We'll see more issues. shows next week for. Dimension next Hall. weekend will be just Friday, Friday. Saturday. Just Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So we could return to, I mean, if this works for everybody, I just assume keep yeah. Saturday 12 to 3. Mm-hmm. But Sunday afternoons open up yep. because the show's over. Yeah. And of course, we've always got Sunday evenings. This is better for me. It seems to work for everybody, so I'm mm-hmm. fine with just keeping it as it is. So. The bonus that it pisses my sister off. <laughs> Where can I hang out with you? Boy, how did you know? <laughs> I think Lance has hung out with us too much. <laughs> he knows what my sister was saying this morning. You ready to be unplugged? Yep. Oh. Goodbye. Oh, these sell us power.